The following is a world-class Bullshitters exclusive. Welcome to World Class Bullshitters, the epitome of pop culture. I'm your host, Jeff Hicks, and with me tonight is the one, the only, DeAndre. Baby, baby, boys and girls, children of all ages, Wayne Brady makes Brian Gumble look like Malcolm X. <laughs> Man, R.I.P. Mooney. R.I.P. We'll be talking about him in just a moment. Oh, my God. Uh, but first, let's introduce the last standing Samoan, Big Rig Nick Utam. Glad to be here on episode 266 tonight. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. A nice number. Looking forward to 269, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you guys want to do something, you guys want to do something <laughs> juvenile for it? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Let's review. We're, like, we're, we're grown-ass men. Of course we're going to do something juvenile for it. Let's review the Captain Marvel porno parody on that episode. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> I mean, I Dion, what's your review of it currently? What do you think? Nine out of ten? Are you an Axel Braun fan? I'm pretty sure you're, uh, you know, an aficionado of his work. What can I say, man? I think the, at the very least, I can't give it anything less than eight tits. <laughs> <laughs> the, the 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 fun thing is, is that that man is actually actually a big fan of the Marvel stuff, and I, I like that he's like, fuck your universe, fuck your universe. I'm gonna do my own. It's gonna be better. <laughs> So, Kendo uh, might be joining us in a little bit. So, uh, American Ram, the American Ram job. There he is. That's his new uh, nickname. You guys cool there with that? There you go. I'm, I'm, I'm in. I don't know. Everybody's everyone in the chat right now is 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 on is on is giving us like is 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 wanting to wanting us to make like ten Buffalo Jeff movies right now. So, I mean, I'm more than willing to make all the Buffalo Jeff films if the audience wants it. We will make it, F- folks. Right. Folks, we did. We, you, you, you know, Solo was a joke, and now it's a comic book. Buffalo Jeff yeah. was a, a thing that, that Jeff did to, to irritate Dion, and now it's real because it's in our Patreon. Go sign up for our Patreon. Um, so, you know, these things happen. You know, the more attention you give us, the more subscribers we get, the more, you know, super chats we get. You know, we'll, we'll be able to do these, do these things. It's the look at the power of the people. But, Nick, I actually never thought of stealing solo that way. It's It was just a joke. It was a joke. Yeah. Because, like, it's the, a, yeah. It's a six figure book. So, thank yeah, you, everybody. Yeah. yeah same yeah, well, like, thing. Yeah, same thing. Buffalo Jeff. It, it was it was a joke, and now you can hear him read, uh, you know, uh, "Good Night Moon" on our Patreon. So, <laughs> uh, I, I love all. <laughs> yes, we have a fake Buffalo Jeff account now. Actually, this is the real Buffalo Jeff account. Buffalo Jeff Sex Dungeon. Buffalo Jeff Sex Dungeon. <laughs> yeah, that's not Fifty how shades. I wanted to start the night off. Fifty Shades of Buffalo Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Well, folks, if we're good. Uh, there, there might be a one more button to troll Dion. So, <laughs> just saying, you wanted to know what happened with those horse ladies, right? Well, oh, keep watching. No, keep we watching. didn't. We we didn't want to know just to kind of get that out of the fucking way. So, um, with the exception of zero or negative, what percentage do you on a scale? You know, percentage. How much do you want to see the horse lady follow up? Eleven. One. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'll be damned. It, it'll it'll happen. It'll happen. So, folks, we're gonna start off tonight like we always do, and uh, let's see. Do we have any new patrons? Uh, we've been uploading the Buffalo Jeff stuff over there. Uh, Nick uploaded an interview with Kendo and himself, and was it Ellie Church, right, and Brian Williams? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about um, Space Space Water Space and a bunch of other movies that they've done as well. So, yeah, that was that was fun. That was I think that was the last horror hound we did. 
<laughs> well, the world was essentially stopped for all that time. So oh, now we're back. Don't remind me. I'm trying to trying to get over it right now. Yeah, same. Uh, tonight, uh, we don't have any new patrons to announce, but we did say we're going to have some new content over the weekend added. Uh, also, folks, I am finally moving out of this crazy apartment. So this is officially the last episode of World Class Bullshitters with family in the background. Uh, this is the new computer. Hopefully it sounds uh, much better. The speaker on this thing is different, so it throws me off, but it can pick up the right traffic down the road. Yes, right on cue. I summoned <laughs> the fucking fire department. Yay me. Moving on, though. Uh, like I said, folks, moving forward with this, the move's a good thing. We'll be able to do the good morning pop culture, and there are six of those in the can. So you still don't believe in your jinx power. I still don't believe in my jinx power, no. Uh, beautiful, naked, big-titted women just don't fall out of the sky, you know. It didn't work for Jay God either. damn it. God damn it. I, I know. I tried. No, I tried. No, nothing, nothing happened here. How about you, Dion? Anything over there? <laughs> nothing crazy. Can't say it's uh, big titty buying refrigerators good, but, you know, doable. <laughs> well, that's why Kendo's not here, folks. He's buying refrigerators with big titty women. <laughs> Keeping them cool. I know what that means. Uh, so I'm loving all the Buffalo Jeff film titles, folks. Uh, keep them coming. We'll be having a good time with those. Also, uh, Dion. Yes. Nick, behind the scenes, think of a good word for our game this week. A nice, dirty word. I want to get your take on it for this week. I figure taint was such a high mark for me. I want you guys to beat me. <laughs> folks in the chat can also uh, vote as well. I want you to beat my taint, Dion. <laughs> Oh, so while we're doing that, let's talk. Let's take a moment, though, to talk about something a little sad. So for those out there that don't know, I like comics. I draw comics. I have uh, looked at books from all over the world, and sometimes there's a book that just sticks with you. Now, in this case, the first time I was exposed to the art, the creation of said creator, was through a YouTube clip, very, excuse me, a Facebook clip in the middle of the night. And I was like, what the fuck is this? And it was an anime. Turns out it was called Berserk. Turns out that was adapted from a manga. And the audience has sent me copies of it. We have Blu-ray thanks to them. And uh, the book, one of the nice leather-bound editions. And sadly, we found out today that the creator has passed away. So let's put a picture of him up on screen right here. There we are. And so the man name is man known as Kentaro Mira uh, passed away today. He was fifth. Sorry, on um May 6, 2021, he was 54. And so this was big news today. It was popping up all over uh, social media. And I know we get asked all the time to review this, to watch this and all this stuff. And so I thought we'd take a moment to at least celebrate the guy who's passed away. Now, full transparency, I'm not aware of any of his other work. I'm not here to grandstand on this. But when somebody as legendary as him in the comic field dies, we always want to talk about him. When Steve Ditko passed away, we had a stream dedicated to talk about Spider-Man. Same with Stan Lee, even though he never drew the books. You know, He had a huge part in the co-creation. So anyone as prolific as this guy uh, always uh, has a spot here. And I wanted to mention a quote because as I was looking a little more into him, I, I saw this quote and I thought it was pretty cool. I want you guys to tell me what you think. So... Uh, the world doesn't extend in merely two dimensions. There exists profound depths within itself. The world could never be summarized by materialism or any single doctrine. Accept the great mysteries and explore the universe from within your world. This is the way of magic. And so I'm sitting here reading these guys, this guy's quotes, and I'm like, wow, what a cool, prolific dude. So I, I'm going to use this to check out more about him because as I'm 
deep into creation mode. It's really neat to hear uh, other people's ethics and ideas and uh, what they put into their creations. Now, have you guys seen or heard of Berserk before? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I have it. Mm. You'd love it. Sorry, I was taking a drink the second you said that. Um, You'd love it. It's balls to the wall insanity, dude. It's, um, it's like a mix of H.R. Giger, Clive Barker, and then just Japanese influence and like body horror to the nth degree. It's fucking Jesus. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to check that out. Yeah, you definitely do. If, uh, look, I'm not going to recommend a ton of people watch manga that, you know, aren't into it. But uh, this, this is uh, right down your alley, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna check it out. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna see what I can find about it. So, let's talk about happier things. Buffalo Jeff versus Toys R Us. Ah, well, Toys uh, R Us <laughs> died. Yikes! You know what I could do? I could do a. Well, no, maybe I'll do this for fun on Patreon. I'll like do a Buffalo Jeff narration over my old Toys R Us video. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about all the childhoods that ended here. And then the ones that never began, <laughs> thanks to Buffalo Jeff. I don't know. <laughs> Wolves make it weird. Uh, Christopher Payne says Excalibur meets Evil Dead sums up Berserk. There we oh, go. Okay. Okay. There we go. Oh. Now let's take a moment to, to celebrate Paul Mooney. Let's get the, uh, sadly, the people who've passed away this week that we want to talk about. And then let's get into the happier stuff because, God damn it, something has happened that I. We talked about it when it was happening years ago. We talked about it when it came out. We followed the first incident, and now we're following the second incident, and it's that goddamn Gwyneth Paltrow. So, Dion, I'm going to pull yes. myself back. Let's talk about Paul Mooney for just a quick moment. So, uh, sadly, Paul Mooney passed away. Dion, uh, what were your thoughts initially? I was incredibly sad. I mean, I'm you know, obviously, like so many other people, my introduction to the Paul Mooney was with Chappelle Show, and then obviously... Same. Um, you know, after that, you know, trying to keep up with what he was doing and, 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 you know, watching his stand up and, uh, you know, I, I, I was, I was, I'm a legit Paul Mooney fan. So to see all that so much of, you know, my mannerisms and my jokes are based on some of the shit that he did. So it, it's, it's very saddening to see him and it was only, you know, barely 60 years old. So that, that just sucks. Uh, Nick. Were you, was your first introduction to Paul Mooney through uh, Chappelle show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's how I found him. There's little, I guess, a little breaks that they had in the show. And I was like, who the hell is this guy? He's fucking hilarious. And then, you know, I had to look him up and find out that, you know, he's been a comedian for so long and, you know, he's known all the uh, all, all these famous comedians as well. And I was just like, man, that's awesome. And, like, it's always sad to see that somebody who's, who's, who's you know, from, born, born, of a different, born in a different era, who's lived this long, uh, who, who tells it like it is because we need that these days. Um, has passed away because damn it, we need people. We would need more people like that right now. My introduction to Paul Mooney was Negro Damas. Yeah, like <laughs> that. When, when I think of Paul Mooney, I just think of him dressed as that. Chappelle show couldn't exist today, sadly, but it needs to because somebody's got to be out there. Fuck it, it should be us. We should be out there saying it like that because. Everyone's so sensitive these days. You can't tell a damn joke. Everyone gets offended. Entertainment suffers because of it. No one's happy. Like everyone's out there waiting for fucking trash. Family. <laughs> fucking family. Um. Sorry. Anyway, they 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 took my train of thought. They drove off with it. Fuck you. <laughs> anyway, Paul Mooney, rest in peace, sir. Rest in peace. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, there you are, Dion in the chat too. That's right. That's right. Now, sadly, another actor passed away. Charles Grodin. This was the one mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. it didn't catch me off guard because of the age. What caught me off guard was I had forgotten about Charles Grodin, and then I forgot how much I loved the movie Beethoven as a kid. Yep. So yep. Oh, I know yeah. he did that fucking weird ass movie Clifford with Martin Short, which I can't stand. I want to choke in the whole movie. Anyway. <laughs> I know he's done other stuff. The, point. <laughs> the, the, the movie with Chevy Chase and Goldie Hawn was awesome too. Yes, but he's for for a lot of people, including myself. Charles Grodin was the dad from Beethoven. I was like, oh man, he died. Yeah. And I was yeah. kind of bummed out, but I was like, ah, he was like almost. I think he was eighty years old, so he lived a nice long life, and uh, hopefully he wasn't in any pain at the end. But that was another one that caught me off guard. I was like, shit, Charles Grodin out of the blue. <laughs> yeah, man, that dude was legit funny, legit funny. And then. The other one, the final one, New Jack, the wrestler. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that one was not so surprising. <laughs> yeah, that was more of that was more of like counting counting down the days from from what you guys told me. It's like he's done a lot of shit. It's just like it's all going to catch up. And with he him was crazy point. as fuck. So yeah. you know, hey, it's um, yeah, man. That one, like I said, don't get me wrong. You know, it, it's it's. When, when someone's alive, there's that natural reaction, especially the, the ease of saying things like, yo, fuck that person. And I was definitely one of those people with New Jack because, you know, being a, a pro wrestling fan for so long and, you know, you realize that guys like New Jack are, are kind of the idea of what not to always do. But the dude was was his own fucking person. It didn't matter who he was working for, whether it be Paul Heyman or motherfucking um, – you know, working in Ohio Valley or fucking Smoky Mountain Wrestling, you know, cutting crazy ass gangster fucking promos, you know, dropping the end bomb on the live mic, fucking, you know, making Jim Cornette fucking blush. So that dude was was something else. And at the very least, you can never say that motherfucker was fake. That dude was as real as it fucking gets. I mean, if you ever need someone to have a to 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 show how real pro wrestling is. You know, New Jack's on that very short motherfucking list. You know, and, yeah. and, you know, say what you want. Don't get me wrong. I, you know, in the end, the dude still did a you know a lot of shit damage to to, to pro wrestling. But it's weird seeing such an uh, I don't want to say icon, but such an infamous, important character like you know die in real life. It's 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 very surreal, and you know, and and you know, you know, pro wrestlers in general don't last don't last or live very long, and you know. Condolences to his family and to his wife, and I guess he was kind of starting to, to to make amends with some of his kids. But but damn, man, that one that one, it, I felt weird after hearing that news. I'll say that. Now, thankfully, no one died because of this woman right here, but someone almost did. Dion, oh, oh my god, never thought a vagina could be this deadly. <laughs> I knew it could be deadly, but not in a flammable fashion. Yeah, Usually, when you hear when you hear of burning, very expensive, and when you hear of burning sensation, you think of something else. But goddamn, homegirl <laughs> took it to a whole new level, didn't she? Yeah. Now, we have had a long relationship with Goop. For those listening to this podcast since the beginning, and yes, we are at two sixty six, as we said at the beginning of the show. We used to read emails on air, and one of our favorite emails was our weekly update from our good old Aunt Gwyneth. Yes, from Goop.com. <laughs> she wanted not only to be an actress, but an activist, a businesswoman, and a business and a woman. Like, she's <laughs> so many things. Not, she's not good at any of them, because now her bullshit products almost killed somebody. <laughs> <Again>. <laughs> 
So we have covered the vagina candle. I think that's on a list, a short list of some of the worst ideas ever. And now Gwyneth Paltrow is in the news today. Uh, let's read it this way. So Gwyneth Paltrow, Paltrow, goop sued your vagina candle blew up. Damn. <laughs> that's one hell of a headline. <laughs> All right. It's one hell of an article. Get ready. All right. It really burns image in your head, doesn't it? Damn, it's more than just your head. I, I can smell from here. <laughs> oh, God. Barbecued fish. Oh, jeez. I mean, it's oh, usually man. delicious in the right setting. Yeah, but not here. You know, <laughs> you know never mind. I'm not going to really um, A man who says he bought this smells like my vagina candle from Gwyneth Paltrow's goop company claims it could have killed him when it exploded, and now he's filed a class action lawsuit about it. According to the legal docs obtained by TMZ, the guy is suing the Texas resident named Colby Watson, and he says he purchased the 10.5-ounce vagina candle online in January. Wilson claims he lit the candle for the first time in February and placed it on his nightstand, a level surface, and insists there was nothing close to touching the candle and no open windows or drafts in his bedroom. Wilson claims after burning for an estimated three hours or less, the candle became engulfed in high flames and exploded soon afterwards, and the room was filled with smoke. Watson agrees that the candle uh, also left a black burn, or alleges that he also left a black burn on the nightstand and says the jar is charred in black. According to the docs, Watson acknowledges the candle comes with limited warnings on goop.com, including caution not to burn the candle for more than two hours at a time, but he says the warning is insufficient. Watson claims Goop fails to warn the candle could cause significant injuries when it explodes. He calls the vagina candles inherently dangerous. He's suing Paltrow's company for breach of warranty and products liability and is trying to put together a class action suit seeking damages of $5 million. $5 million for an exploding candle? I, I don't know. He may get $500,000, if, if that even. Well, here's a picture of the exploded candle. Oh, God. Let's see this. Oh, excuse me. The alleged damage. <laughs> God damn! Like burn ring, uh, yeah. <clears throat> I, you know what? I'm done. <laughs> so this whole room smells like that. Now I didn't have to get a fucking Stanley steamer to come in and like clean this, clean the shit out of the out of the walls and the carpet and everything. Better than a Cleveland steamer. <laughs> that never comes out the walls. Is it? <laughs> Uh, I don't want to take the show down that path either. <laughs> this, is, this is this is not uh, this is not the hangover. This is not the time for it. No. Uh, no. Yeah, even some of the shit on there, I'm like Jesus Christ, Kendo. <laughs> Doctor, I don't know what you have. Well, yeah. If anybody's if anybody's, anybody's on our Patreon, last week we had an hour and a half um, uh, episode for 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 extra show on Patreon. So yeah, it was me. It was it was it was me, Jeff, and uh, and Kendo. It was it was fun. Yeah, uh, we, I was in Las Vegas and I did. Yeah, I'll tell you guys about that. I went to Las Vegas and worked. Uh, okay, it was awesome, wasn't it? Did you did did you gamble? Nope. Um, did you leave your hotel room? Yeah, of course. Okay, good, good, good. That's that's good. Did you did you go to a strip club? <laughs> no. Okay. All right. All right. Did you go to a um 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 uh go go eat good food? Did you did you do that? Yes. Here's the coolest part. Okay. I didn't have to pay for it. Awesome. Awesome. It sounds horribly exciting. Tell us more. 
there's no more. Okay. <laughs> Riveting. On to the next I one. I know, man. I was on the edge of my goddamn seat. I felt like I was there. I know, right? No, I'm sorry. I was looking. I'm disturbed about the fucking candle. That guy could have gotten burned. The question. Ask a great question. Who would buy that? That's what I'm saying. Like, did he buy it for himself? Like, is this was he? No, 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 no. He did. He did. He did because he burned it. He he said he turned it on for three fucking hours. What do you? What do you want? What do you want your entire? (laughs) What do you want your entire room or house to smell like vagina? Plus, like, what do you think this is like a Ouija board? Like, you light it and leave it on for two and a half hours or more. Gwyneth Paltrow's just come floating through your fucking window like in fucking Hook or something. What is? Don't don't vagina. Yeah, yeah, see, not, not in the middle of a bit. <laughs> no goodbye horses, goddammit. Did you say horse? Should I press oh, the Jesus. new horse button, oh, Dion? Oh, Jesus. Nope. Oh, God, you did it. That was... No. No, oh my God. no, no, fucking no. No. <laughs> you, dude, what the fuck, dude? There's another part coming, not this week, but next week. <laughs> well, my ass is going to mysteriously be on a fucking vacation. How about this? <laughs> well, it'll be here whenever you get back. So hell it'll no. seriously find a way to kill the Hell you. no. Oh, hell yeah. Fucking all up close and what the fuck? Don't even okay, think about it. <laughs> I forgot my mic's a lot clearer now. Everybody can hear Buffalo Jeff coming from a mile away. That's true. I don't want to hear him coming on anything. Let there alone you, there you go. There you go. There you go. There you just heard it. He turns into Gilbert Godfrey when when he's done. <laughs> so let's talk about something interesting. How do you guys feel about Batman? In general, or a very specific yeah. Batman? Well, I In love general. Batman. Love Batman. Yeah, yeah. Batman's awesome, man. How do you feel about the new one from uh, with Robert Pattinson? Um, Cautiously optimistic, I guess. The trailer wasn't terrible. I'm not a huge fan of the Batmobile. And, you know, seeing, uh, seeing Mr. Pattinson as a fucking young Batman, I... I'm intrigued enough, at least, to watch it for now. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I at least want to watch it to, to see how it is. But I mean, so far, everything that's come out about it has been kind of shitty. So I don't know. I mean, even then, like you, Riddler's basically, you know, fucking seven. He's that guy. It seems like it's it's weird. Um, and uh, I, don't, I don't know. It just it it it's 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 all too dark and very odd. Even even Catwoman is a little odd. It's like. I don't, I don't know what to do with that, so it's 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 just weird, man. It's just weird. So I saw this image pop up, or these images of the mask, and for a second, I thought it was like a Kmart Doctor Doom, because this is it. This is one of the images I saw, and these are images from the trailer, so it kind of bounces off of that. So but That's supposed to be Riddler? That's supposed to be the Riddler. Yeah, yeah, like, well, yeah, like, like the, 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 the thing, the comment says... Uh, Daniel's Riddler design so far is sick AF. He's supposed to be based on the Zodiac Killer. Um, okay, that's, that's not that's not exactly uh, easing my my concern for this one. Yeah, same here. It's just like, uh... yeah. So I mean, yeah, because I mean, we we're used to Riddler being a certain way and a certain mm-hmm. 
you know, personality. And if he's not that, it's it's not Riddler. It's just some jackass who calls himself that. See, I'm I'm willing to go on this journey with them to make the Riddler scary and menacing and more like the Zodiac Killer and stuff like that. But I hope that doesn't mean like actually going out like the Zodiac Killer and hunting the people down that way. I always liked the Riddler is having minions do his work. He's too smart. Yeah, to do his hands yeah, dirty. yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. No, I'm not. Like I said, I'm not writing this movie out, but design wise. I just don't like what I'm seeing. And the question I have out there is why can't you take a more dark, serious tone, but make it look like the source material? The well, Avengers you're, you're trying, you're, you're, that's the danger with, with, with this shit, right? So if this were just a random cop movie, that's, that's one thing you can base it on the Zodiac, but to, to, but to be like, Oh, well this Riddler is based on the Zodiac bitch. It should be based on the Riddler because yeah, the character exactly. It's old as shit now. I mean, Zodiac was 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 a you know murders that went through the seventies and the, and all that shit. The Riddler has been around longer. I want to say so. You you don't need to keep trying. You know, Batman bad guys don't always have to be fucking you know pedophiles and fucking terrorists and all this shit. Like you can you can it'd be fun and refreshing to go back to the you know over the top cinematic you know noir-esque fucking comic book villain and like to make to 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 have everything be oh it's like the zodiac killer oh this is gonna be like um you know h.h H. holmes and da, da, da. like fucking make them like the characters they've been the fucking yeah. character the real is older than the zodiac killer base it on fucking that yeah, and, and we, yeah, and, and like I, one one thing I hate is like the almost no Nolanizing of these of these characters. Yes. Everyone's everyone's wanting to do this like dark and gritty thing, but like I don't know, we almost need even, even a, I know you know noir is he does almost like a work. noir thing, <laughs> but we need but we need like like um a neon noir where it's like dark and scary yeah. but still like brightly colored. Like we can you can do that. I I, I believe people can do that. It's fine. Yeah, and something th- between Joel yeah. Schumacher and Chris Nolan. Like not everything has to be. And on one extreme or the other. Yeah. Well, exactly. I thought Nolan struck it out or struck out great with not struck out, excuse me, hit it out of the park with Batman Begins. I feel like Batman Begins is what I would want out of every Batman movie tonally because it took itself seriously enough that you could believe it. But then there's also the other crazy shit like the scarecrow gas and all the hallucinations. It's way more fantastical than Batman be sorry, uh, the Dark Knight or the Dark Knight Returns. Sorry, Dark Knight Rises anyway that's a crazier story <laughs> i like that tone i think i'm with you guys about the fun fantastical but i also think we've had there's been there's been enough nolanizing if you know what i mean we're, we're getting right, the snyder verse and the snyder verse is a weird homogenization of trying to be like nolan but then trying to be like marvel and trying to be like something else it's not even it's like its own thing but not even original without trying to be overly shitty actually fuck no, it yeah, yeah. That's what it is and then you cool. get this Don't which, tell Twitter that yeah, I know, right? And then <laughs> you, get, you get to this shit, and then it's again, it's the design doesn't have to be that. And I can just say like this: I, as an artist, I do not like what I'm seeing. That being said, if the movie's awesome, I can overlook that shit. But right, right, right. we can just because a superhero has an origin story doesn't mean they need to look like shit until the end of the film. Batman '89, technically not an origin story, but Batman looks like Batman. Even in Superman's origin, his first suit when he puts it on and flies out of the thing, 
it's the Superman suit. He doesn't fly. He doesn't go home and do it again and all this other shit. Same with Spidey. Once he uh, becomes the real Spider-Man after high school, he just looks like the character midway. I don't really love having to wait till the final shot of all these movies to look like the big hero. Can't we just? It's it's 2022 when this movie's gonna come out, right? Batman's yeah. been out on film since 1967, right? The, the Adam uh, West one from the TV yep. show came out. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in the serials, he's been on film even longer than that since the 1940s. So, Batman is this this great iconic thing with this great lineage, this long history. Um, I just I wanted to look like treat Batman. it like that. Treat yeah, it like man. that. <laughs> Stop treating it like a. I'm you. That that's that. That right there, if we were to fucking do a fucking panel at a con and motherfuckers from DC walk in, that's exactly what I, I if you were to say that, I'd fucking be like, okay, we're done. Make it look, Batman is old enough and long enough and important enough to film, to art, to music, to be its own thing. Stop trying to make all the Batman villains like a weird monster of the week TV show. Like I don't want the, and again, like you said, if it's good, it's good. But like this need to make all the villains, like some, some mix of other, not less popular characters. Like I fucking get it, dude. The Zodiac killer is the thing. It's, you know, Ted Cruz may or may not have, have morphed into a politician from, from being a Zodiac killer. I understand that, (laughs) but the fucking like, like move. If you, if people who make movies out there, Fucking the Riddler is more fucking culturally fucking relevant than some offshoot of a real life serial killer. It's 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 just just fucking admit it. The Riddler's a big fucking deal. Making him look like a mix between the Gimp and my favorite extra in the Matrix Revolutions is just a waste of fucking time. You know, nah, I won't say that on it. Anyway, uh, Matrix Revolutions. <laughs> we'll argue about that later, Dion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, like, yeah, this like the the, the the way they the way they show um this Riddler in the movie and everything that he reminds me of Kevin Spacey from Seven. Like that's what that that's the vibes I'm getting from him. He just yeah. got like a fucking mask on, like the Zodiac Killer. Like I'm getting those vibes from that movie, which is I love Seven. Fucking Seven's a good movie, but you can't inject it into Batman because it doesn't make sense. You know, you you can't do that. Well, you can, but there are other characters that are... We already have Victor's ass. Like, we don't need more of this fucking... Let's make the Riddler a mixture between H.H. Holmes and fucking Howard Stern. Like, stop doing that shit. (laughs) He's his own thing. He looks and acts a certain way because he's so intelligent and is firm in his belief that he's more brilliant than the fucking Batman. You dumbing him down to be this juvenile... Um, quick mart villain to start a franchise. It's it, it it diminishes the importance of what the Riddler Edward Nigma meant to Batman. Like he he be, part of him becoming Batman is dealing with a guy who's incredibly fucking smart, and then realizing that he's smarter than this fucking guy, right? But now we just see, and I'm really hoping it's like him in a mask for a minute, then he takes it off and he's the Riddler. But this 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 fucking shit, like we have characters for this. You could have picked Victor's ass, Calendar Man. You know, you could have picked uh, what's the, the one of the hitmen that worked for the Black Mask. There are other characters for the stop trying to make. This is my version of the Riddler. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even mind if Batman faced off against somebody that wasn't like. This is just some guy they made it for the fucking movie. If they have to go that route, like this story right, has to right. have this guy. Like, all right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't bitch once if they made a Batman movie and he's like, "I'm just fighting the mob," and you're like, "You name like, I think it was Tony Zuko, a couple other ones, and he doesn't fight supervillains, and it's an awesome movie." I don't care. I just want Batman to be cool. Dude, like, yeah, I that'd can, be that'd be entirely fun. I'd yeah. be entirely fun with that. You know, dude, my well, ideal well, like, like Sentinel said, 
he mentioned hush either do hush or don't do hush stop doing this this weird shit i would like to see a batman hush film i haven't watched the animated one yet <clears throat> have you I have the the ending's a little bit of a letdown. It's funny that we're talking about the Riddler, but uh, the ending's a bit of a letdown. But it's, it is really good. It is really good. It's, it DC, you know, it did that thing that, about animated movies that I hate, where they ch- they do everything up and it's so close to the source material, but then they change the ending, and it's like fuck, you know. But the rest, of, you know, ninety percent of it is really fucking good. Uh, it's on HBO, so I'm gonna watch it when I move. That's about the most exciting thing I got planned on my docket. <laughs> hey uh folks we will be talking about the dave filoni that is our main topic tonight so uh, we're going to read our few news topics and then we're going to jump into that because uh star wars could have a new direction i we talked about the sales today check out today's video because you know across the board partner brands are up three percent one percent up for star wars so what happened mm, they stopped making shit based on the new sequel trilogy stuff and uh the numbers went up told you but we'll talk about Dave and what's going to happen uh, in a moment. So anything else you guys want to add about Paul Dano's Riddler? Uh, I'll show one more image that's up on this tweet from the trailer. I, it's just, and he's wearing a fucking like Carhartt jacket. Like I, I, yeah. I, I have this coat. He's wearing he's wearing an, an army jacket or something is what it looks like. But yeah, once again, like he feels he feels like Zodiac Killer and he looks like he's operating like 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 seven. Like <clears throat> Kevin Spacey, yeah. like that's those are the vibes I'm getting. Which, which I mean, I, I don't, I don't mind. I, I mean, I wouldn't mind it if it was just not, not he was not named the Riddler and it was just like Batman going going up against the serial killer. That'd be interesting. I'd be fine with that. But we're not, and these men named the Riddler just for fucking, you know, nostalgia and and, and, and for money's sake, and it's and it's retarded. So I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, he 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 looks like a monster of the week from Supernatural. <laughs> you're right he like does. i just i he fucking does. hate that you know give me you know and i fucking love the riddler you know give me a dude in extravagant really nice clothes who is who is his own enemy that he and he's so smart but he's so fucking stupid he doesn't realize it and it just it's just so goddamn frustrating you know stop doing you know stop trying to make this it's already an art piece dude the character's already established mm-hmm. just do you know, do a version of yours that's not trying to overpower the source material. Fuck. Well, speaking yeah, of yeah, overpowering... why, yeah, yeah, why can't why can't people do that? Like, do your own thing, but like, here's here 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 are the here are the walls within you can do that because the character is this thing and this thing and this thing. Like, do it, it do your own thing, but within within these parameters. Like, I I, I, I guess I guess some of some of these directors are like, no, fuck you. It's like. Just do it. Like that's how you keep the fans and the and the um and the people who love this character happy. It's I don't not know. That difficult. I don't know why they just couldn't make their own shit that's like this and call it something else that's not Batman. Because it ain't gonna sell. It ain't gonna sell. And that's the thing that I know, it's a rhetorical about question. This. Well, right. I mean, I'm not answering you, motherfucker. We're doing I a know. show, but <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was just talking to you for fun, dude. Oh, well, I mean, I'm, I, 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 somebody can hear I, me curse. Oh <laughs> shit! I mean, shoot. Gosh darn it! Oh my god! My mom's gonna be so pissed at us. Um. <laughs> But yeah, man, like because it's it's a branding thing, you know, and, and that's what's so frustrating about it because it's it's you know why didn't you do this your on your own? Well, I did. This was, no, you're not. You're fucking ruining something that's established to try, you know, and you slap Batman on it so it'll sell. And it, you know, it's the same shit with Star Wars. You know, you did something crazy and ridiculous, and then you slap fucking Star Wars on it to try and get people to fucking 
buy it. And it's like, and again, this may be good. I'm not, again, I'm not saying that it's going to be bad. I'm not guaranteeing that. But oh my God, there are signs and indicators that establish that this might not do well. <clears throat> and th- they're fucking ticking all the wrong fucking boxes for me. <laughs> okay, so uh, WTF viewer, I agree with you. But Brian <laughs> Welch, I love this. I bet the designer ran Orion Johnson and submitted the first draft as the final design. Oh my God. <laughs> well, no, no, no. And, and if that's the case, Who's ever, who's ever approved the design and made it okay is also to fucking blame for that because they're like, yep, yep, they, yep this is the final design. We're, we're going to be good. And then like the people above that person and above that so person, guys, above that person. It, it's official, according <laughs> to the chat. Paul Dano's Riddler is now called the Gimpler here on this channel. So That's right, Gimpler. the Gimpler. Love it. So it's it's uh, either Bat Pat or Battenson is the name of Batman, and he's oh the Gimpler. God. So everyone's well, got to make sure... Well, make sure you guys make sure you guys tag us in those tweets and those posts, and 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 can we, can we make hashtag the Gimpler um a thing, please? Yeah, please. I yeah, ma- ma- make sure if you're using that hashtag, you tag you tag us on stuff so we can re- we can re- retweet them. Okay. Yeah. Now, speaking of piss poor designs, can you guys tell me what this is a design for? If you don't Fucking know, s- Fucking yeah, know Nick, it is. um, it is a design for um Aquaman. <laughs> I wish. That's my guess. <laughs> Well, Dion, you know what it is. What do you yeah. think? It's just eye roll inducing. Like I, it, it's talking about fucking ticking boxes, right? You know, you're focusing <laughs> on trying to tick all the boxes. Usually, is an indication it's not going to be very good, and 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 it's one of those moments where it's, you know, hey, we know what you guys are thinking, fellow kids. You know, so they made. Jimmy Olsen black, they're not going to make anyone else black, you know. So, so it's a very, it's a very disingenuous. Let's do this quick marketing thing to get people to like, watch, and talk about our cartoon and turn Jimmy Olsen black. Like they, they're not going to do after all this shit with a new Superman movie. They, they, they don't want to do a black Superman show with with Calvin Ellis, right? So that we'll keep the same Superman because we're aware of what people like. But then we'll change minor characters to say that, hell, look at us. We're doing all the right things. You know, and it's like, I can promise you, uh, you know, black American, be like, oh my God, they, they turned Jimmy Olsen, the fucking, the, the, the Superman's friend who's a camera dude and always fall out of fucking helicopters. Yeah, that dude's black. Yeah, we're really fucking changing <laughs> the world, everyone. So it's just, you know, I, it, you know, it might not be bad, but, in, in, um, and I, I know I, I mean, sound he, angrier he, than I am. <laughs> But it's just you know it's just eye roll inducing, dude. It's just no, it is. is. Fucking Lois has the pixie haircut, and it's like, (sighs) look, it might not be good either. I'm gonna err on that side. Listen, listen. What what let's keep 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 you know keep keep uh, keep keep Olsen black, but go ahead and make Lois a transgender uh, paraplegic. (laughs) Yeah, just no, no, no. Just just do it. Check that box this 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 way. Superman has to drag her everywhere. It's fine. See if Um, I if he did that, I would take it more seriously, right? Because that's a major fucking character. We're talking about. You know, and again, you know, people who 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 plan this shit out don't care about the characters, right? So they don't really give a shit. But if they had made, you know, Jimmy Olsen's black, and if they had made Lois, you know, trans in a paraplegic in a wheelchair, I'm like, okay, well, maybe they do give a shit because they're changing the character who is the only non-superhero that's a member of the fucking Justice League, unofficial member of the Justice League. You know, so so like, I just, I just, you know, I would take them seriously, but everyone else looks kind of the same. Outside of trying to give a Lo- Lois the we're we're totally she's not a lesbian haircut, but hey, we got a black guy, so you know, <laughs> count us in, you know. And it's like, 
It's just that half-hearted bullshit. Like, if you're going to go balls to the walls, you know, Mega Calvin Allen's fucking Superman, Lois is is a paraplegic, and Jimmy Olsen is 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 from a fucking no, 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 lost no, no, tribe no. Superman, deep Superman. in China. Like, go, go hard. <laughs> no, 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 no. And I'll Superman, Superman needs, needs to not be Cal, you know, Clark anymore. He, he, needs to be, he needs to be Juan Hernandez. Okay? Let's, let's go ahead and check all the boxes right now. But, but that's the thing. Like, like shit like that counts... You know, Justice League, or not Justice League, Dark, the, uh, the other Justice League, where Superman was raised by a fucking Mexican family. Like, like that shit I would take more seriously, but they're not, they're not fucking promoting that shit out, right? No, they're promoting this shit because, <clears throat> hey, look, guys, he's black. Eh? See what I'm saying? They, 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 they didn't announce that with that Justice League, you know? But no, now we want to we make sure that they know... We made a black guy. Hey guys, we care. <laughs> we didn't do it with Superman, but we did it with Jimmy Olsen. Well, here's the guy the- that only fucking hardcore fans fucking know about. <laughs> but he's black. We, no, your dad doesn't know who Jimmy Olsen is, but but he's black. So we, you know, we care. <laughs> also, is, is is the person voicing Jimmy Olsen's voice black? Because you know that's another. He box better be. Like, he better. He, he better, better be because all the shit they they stirred up. Yeah. He better be that. He better have that same fucking haircut too. Yep. <laughs> it better be Samuel Jackson's voice, goddammit. He better be drawn to scale with the other people, too. I mean, we got oh, the voice playing Superman. Are we? I, yes, the answer is yes, but goddammit, we've reached the point where Superman is now going to be experimented on. All of these weird social sh- things that they do to superheroes and Star Wars, now it's come to the comic book, the big superhero, and Superman's going first. Which is, which is really bad because I, mean, I, I would like, I, I mean, I, I think, anyways, that Superman is probably the oldest superhero, correct? Or. <laughs> He's the first technically. He's the yeah. first, first, yeah, I mean, like, one, yeah. first one, yeah. First yeah. So I mean, like for him to get for him to get this kind of treatment is I think um is 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 really bad because it's 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 quite insulting because I mean he's part of pop culture in a global in a global scale. Like people know his image, know the know the outfit, know ever know the cape, know everything, you know? And when you change a character like that, that's part of that's been of the that's been part of pop culture since like what the the fifties or forties or something it's not going to work out, man. It ain't going to work. Well, it's like, it's just, just as cringy. You know, it's funny. You know, now we look back on, you know, what's his name that was hanging out with Green Lantern that was supposed to be Chinese and the shit they wrote for that. And we look back on, you know, old, the old Disney cartoons with, you know, Mickey's Mickey and the Africans and shit like that. And we cringe and rightfully so, because it was, you know, from a time where people were, outright racist and 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 didn't give a shit about that stuff so now here we are in our era where we're like they're trying to like hey we're trying to reach other audiences and so what we're going to do is we're going to change characters at the drop of a whim with 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 zero regard for the source material so this one hey we're hey we're gonna make jimmy olsen black and then make a huge fucking deal with it hey we're gonna make a cartoon about she-ra and it's gonna be like we're gonna change her up a little bit and she's gonna be like the main show like he-man's gonna be like a little bitch or hey we're gonna fucking we're gonna make um you know an all-female ghostbusters like they're all women but get this the dude in it is the secretary and he's dumb like this is going to be super cringy 20 years from now (laughs) like this this knee-jerk reaction to like go in the other direction you know 20 years from now when fucking d2 is is in his fucking 20s in his 20s and eventually you know jeff jr is six seven and playing for the orlando magic they're gonna be like yo what the fuck is up with that like what was the idea yeah 
all in 20 years, man. You know, and they're gonna be like, yo, what was up with that, Dan? We're gonna be like, they they were really trying to do something, and they hit us with the motherfucking Steve Buscemi, hey fellow kids energy. (laughs) I can I can see it happening. It's like, Dad, yes, my son. It's like, what 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 Please, you know, we, we, you know, we, we never watched a, a Ghostbusters 2016 as a kid. I was like, sit down. I got a story for you. <laughs> I knew this day would come. I'm going to call your mom. We're, we're, tell, 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 tell her to get takeout. It's going to be a long night. Dude, <laughs> I am so excited that that's a story that we can tell kids now or g- going to because 2016 <laughs> was fucking crazy and it's precisely shit like Black Jimmy Olsen that's going to make the story awesome because kids are going to be like, wait, what? They're going to watch it and be like, is that supposed to And Paul Feig is going to pretend it never fucking happened. I'm calling it right now at the fucking 100 <laughs> 87th Oscar Awards where he's, you know, parking someone's fucking car and, and telling stories about, I used to be in Hollywood. People are going to bring up Ghostbusters. That dude's going to be like, no, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I, that wasn't me. <laughs> that was the studio. Dion's, Dion's going to sit D2 down and and augmented reality call, calls all in to, to, to talk about this. Yeah, I'm going to fucking, let me call your uncles. Uh, we got to have a fucking, a giant call about this shit. Learn, you, learn your history, boys. Here we go. Well, <laughs> grab a drink. A lot of people. But I'm 14. I don't care. Drink. <laughs> Dude, this topic is way hotter with the chat and all this stuff. So let me uh, jump to some of the super chats for everyone. Okay, guys? Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, we have super chat buttons, guys. So you uh, ready to see what one is? I think so. Yeah. Shit, yeah, we got to get paid. And on that note, we cue the music. Matt, Matt, Matt. Matt, Matt, Matt. Matt, Matt, Matt. Matt, Matt, meal. That was great. Pretty good transition. Yep. All right. So, first off, from Liquor Jim. Thank you, Liquor Jim. He says, boogity, boogity, boogity. Let's go racing, boys. Yeah! <laughs> Fuck yeah! I love that oh, reference. <laughs> Buffalo Jeff's Sex Dungeon. Red is... Don't sex do it. God damn it. Dungeon. Uh, he gives a dollar with no message. Thank you very much to my own... Dungeon. Sex Dungeon. Oh, still doing it. Okay, cool. <laughs> Doug Keller said, Jeff, have you ever thought about writing an old man Spider-Man movie in the style of Logan? I would love to. There is a story, Doug, called Spider-Man Reign, which is essentially that. I think of it as like the Dark Knight Returns of Spider-Man stories, though nowhere near as good. Now, would I like to be tasked with that one day? That'd be neat. I think I could tell a pretty good story, the final Spider-Man story, if you will. But Spider-Man doesn't have a sad, somber ending like Logan. He's not that kind of a character. If you would do a sad story like that, it could work. But I do think the way karma tends to work out in the universe in terms of these heroes and stuff, I think there would be a huge, it would be a huge injustice for all of the shit that he did good for him to ultimately get fucked over in the end. Like even through the sacrifice kind of makes the heroism worth it. So I don't really think that would make a great story on its own unless I like the idea of an old man, Spider-Man coming back to do stuff as a noticeably older uh, out of shape up against other shit, trying to, you know, prove it one more time. 
after he's had a nice kind of successful normal human family life. And then uh, I would I would like that kind of a story. It would be like an Elseworlds story because I don't like the idea of Spider-Man quitting and coming back. I didn't like when Batman did it in Dark Knight Return, Dark Knight Rises, excuse me. I thought that was one of the weakest plot points of that whole movie. So, uh, Doug, it would be I would do mine slightly different, but yeah, I think an old man Spider-Man movie could be cool. Give him that one more time type of thing. So Liquor Jim, thank you very much. He says, Terminator was a joke, and that'll become a reality soon enough. Darn right. <laughs> yeah, it will. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you guys, you know, if you guys want this stuff to happen, you know, keep keep sharing our stuff. Help us help us grow. Help us get out there. Yeah. Uh, by the way, folks, we have over 570 people watching, but only 272 likes. We had over 1,000 on the High Council this week, and YouTube shit the bed over oh, there. God, Do you guys hear about that? Yeah, I was watching in the middle of it, and all of a sudden, it just kept like dropping, dropping, dropping. I was like, "What the fuck, man!" It was it was ridiculous. I thought I honestly, because like you guys started talking about some, some some YouTube stuff and things like that. I was like, "Are they targeting you?" For a second, and then and then it went. It was all across the board, and I was like, "Oh, okay, they're just shit in the bed." Okay, we're fine. <laughs> it did feel a little scary at first. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, "Whoa." Yeah. So. Zach Z, thank you very much. He says, R.I.P. Kentaro. Berserk is one of my favorite series. Well, Zach, uh, yes, R.I.P. to him. And it looks like a series I'm going to enjoy. From what I've experienced, I enjoyed it. So um, I'm, I'm excited to read it all. London Fog 66 sends a puking emoji. Yeah, I feel that way too sometimes. But it's about Gwyneth Paltrow, so it's appropriate here. Louis the Plank says, Dear Gwyneth Paltrow, if the average of a JJ is only six inches deep, why does yours smell like a foot? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's kind of a dad joke, but I like it. <laughs> I can dig it. I can too. Also, Louis the Plank's icon is Nicolas Cage with a giant head. So, <laughs> Super Smash Brothers candidates, thank you very much. He says, Jeff, in theory, if you did the art for someone else's comic, webcomic story, how much would you charge for such a job? Hmm. Well, in theory, is the part that I would have to humor because currently it, it's just a time issue. Back in the day, the rates I worked for, no more. Uh, thankfully, I don't know. Now, I can definitely point people in the right direction. That's something I could easily do for anybody. I know a lot of people who are out there trying to make their way that are talented. And that's not just uh, story, you know, the, the penciling, but that's anchors, colorists, letters. Uh, editors, I know all kinds of people that are out there that are talented and they're trying to do stuff. So, uh, Super Smash Brothers candidates, I could definitely give you that kind of advice. You can just shoot me emails and stuff. I'd love to help you out. But um, it would all be schedule stuff. You know, right now with the way it is, you could ask about a cover or something like that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we would talk. Oh my God, we get it. You're successful, thing. trustworthy, and talented. Jesus, oh, what, God, are you, we, what are you? What are you? What are you? A big time guy now? Huh? You got some well, I mean, creations under your belt. You successful? Son. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 Dion, Dion, he does live in Hollywood, and he does, you know, eat that's true. Avocado he is wrong. <laughs> avocado toast every morning. He's in L.A. Yeah, L.A. L.A. He lives in LA now. <laughs> I live in Louisiana, yes. <laughs> no, you live in LA. You suck. Oh. You suck. Oh. Oh. I was, I was going to do it. <laughs> Fucker. <laughs>
There you go. That was a good rebuttal. That was a good rebuttal. Yeah. Anyway, LA, right? Son of a bitch. Yeah, 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 yeah. You live in always, always name, always name dropping, motherfucker. Yeah, myself. I don't know if you guys know, I had, I, had, I had lunch with Danny DeVito. Uh, kind of, kind of, I did? Jesse, I had lunch with Danny DeVito. According to Dion, I had lunch with Danny DeVito. Yeah, well, not, 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 not really. Like, you know, know. You, were, you, you were both in the same restaurant and having lunch, so, you know, technically right, I had lunch with Danny right. DeVito. It comes with living in a lie. A lie. Oh, I need an a lie <laughs> button right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, get it, get, it, get it from Letter Kenny. A lie. Okay, sure. Oh, indeed. oh, dang it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually didn't see that one coming. That was good. That was good. I did not see that coming. Well well played, sir. Well, why even mad about that one? That was real. That was perfectly timed. Wolf's Pain says, WTF did they put Matt Candle? Um <laughs> they made a deal with Satan. Yes. <laughs> Ask him. Oh, yeah, and like also also who who turns on a, a candle that smells like that for three hours? I'm just like I I know it exploded, but I'm still just like I'm. I'm trying to understand the guy's mentality on this. Like, really, well, right. like, what is the reason he did that? Because he refuses to answer that fucking question. Like, why are you a grown man, apparently with no <laughs> with no sweetheart to gift it to, buying the candles of a famous woman, quote unquote famous, who made a candle in her vagina's image? Like, what what is what is the story here? If we talk about origin stories, I need fucking that one. Well, it's ego, <laughs> narcissism. Yes. Yeah. But there's, yeah. there's one part of the story we're all not paying attention to. So the man bought this candle candle in January, but he lit it in February. I think this dude lit this candle for Valentine's Day and was jerking it to it. Oh, <laughs> God damn it. And, the, and, that, and it fits so well. It's probably it does, 100% it does. true. God and damn it. How, it was probably on for about three hours or so, which is about <laughs> the equal length of the best of Riley Reed. Uh, I mean, uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, man. Like, it's like three three hours? You, I think you need to go see a doctor, man. I mean, it's oh. called endurance. <laughs> right. I was built for this shit. No, 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 yeah. no, no, Jeff. It's called ED. There's there's pills for that. <laughs> oh, well, good for him. <laughs> three hours, four hours where you gotta call the doctor. So he did pretty good. <laughs> so, yes, uh, for uh it was it Usin call said, What did I just join into? World class bullshitters episode two hundred and sixty six. Welcome, uh, have a good time with us. We'll be we'll eventually be talking more about Lois Lane and the cucking of Superman in just a moment. But uh, Wolf's Pain says you guys said activist, and for a sec I thought you were talking about Zoe Quinn. I'm like, doesn't she have a body count? I don't know much about her outside of I don't want to be anywhere near her. I don't want to know her because video games, comic books, what happens? What's that? Um, oh, you know, they die on the vine. That's it. Right. I don't know if you have a body count. I'm sure. I'm sure Kendo has killed a couple people, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Slaying them with that meat injection. <laughs> well, if to be honest, I only know a smidge about Zoe Quinn because she's not that important to me. It's like, okay, Gamergate, got it. Uh huh. Cool. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. When, when, when you said the name, I was like, what? Who? Yeah, I was. I was like, "Isn't that that chick that probably is terrible to hang out with?" <laughs> like that's why she went so hard in the paint about that shit. Because like, oh yeah, you know, I'm unlikable. Let me let me let me get that shit out of the way. It's always hey. it's it, it, it's always the it's always the unlikable ones that that, that complain about you know so, social standards. You know, it's always yeah. them. It's like 
Yes, yeah, yeah, we get it. Shut up. The reason the reason you're not, you know, getting boned more is because you're unlikable. Just just stop. Well, again, like but something's like, yeah, no, like, I see where you're coming from, but now I don't want that to ever happen because I'm like, if everyone's like you, then we've already fucking lost the war. Yep. <laughs> no, we haven't. We got to keep on fighting, bro. <laughs> and Nerdigan Zinc, I will look into more of the Jerry Conway war on manga and manga fans in a moment. I didn't know Jerry Conway was uh, on that kind of war path. Hmm. Kind of disappointed. Uh, the dude's a legend. Please leave those. Manga's not a problem, bro. It's just art from a different part of the world. Believe me, they have plenty of complaints about American comics. Hell, I live in America. I don't even read most of American comics these days. So Living in America. <laughs> I love that stuff. I do too. <laughs> yeah, Dion. If somebody said, Jeff, Dion's going to make a grand entrance in front of a million people and he needs a song of you know epic magnitude up. and grandeur, you know what are you going to give him? Tell I'm him. I'm going to give you that, that song. Yeah. That's, that's, that's my it. man right there. That's when that's when, when, when we win our Oscar for um, Terminator Negro 5. My black ass. I think we need to start with the art film. Because everyone's so pretentious out here. Believe me, I know. Oh, Nick, I thought of you. Guess <laughs> oh, what they're doing. You do live in a lie. I do live in a lie. But guess what they're doing to the avocado toast, Nick? Why do you say that? Hold on. Hold on. They're, what, what, they're doing to what now? The avocado toast. There's a billboard up. Is there really? Oh, of course there is. Yes. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> they're putting bacon on it. Okay. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm, it's probably uh, not real bacon. It's probably that fucking you know, vegetarian bullshit. I doubt it's real bacon, man. Dad's it better bacon. be real bacon. It's California. It's California. At the very most, it's turkey bacon. Come on. That's what it is. Oh, turkey bacon's it's, like the B side for sure. Not terrible, you know, but it's like you're not it's bacon. Coming, yeah. It's coming from Dunkin' Donuts. So, I mean, they do serve real bacon at Dunkin' Donuts. They do. That's no, true. No, no, Dunkin' is very, they're trustworthy. Yeah, no, their, their breakfast stuff is on point every time, man. Like they, yeah. Their breakfast sandwiches might be the most underrated in the game. No, hundred percent, hundred percent true, hundred percent true. And like, yeah, I, all, I, I love, I love Duncan with a passion, man. Like that, that's that's where I go for all my <clears throat> forgotful morning breakfasts. I don't like any place that slices up egg loaf. <laughs> I, I used to go to Dunkin' Donuts quite a bit in the mornings for Good Morning Pop during the Good Morning Pop Culture Day, folks, or days. Yes, I made a lot of coffee, but there were some times when I just wanted a breakfast. I needed something before the show to get me going. So Dunkin' was my local place. Uh, anytime I ordered a breakfast sandwich, I took it, I flipped it over, I took the egg, and I flung it out like a Frisbee. <laughs> it looks... I don't eat processed egg. It's weird to me. It's not a real food. You. It's like a reformulated food product. I'll take I'll a scrambled egg, give me a real egg any day of the week, but... I think, I think the, the sourdough sandwich they have now is fucking awesome. It's really good. Well, you know what's going to happen is when we get together for Loudy's wedding, <clears throat> Loudy's wedding, we're going to have to go <laughs> get breakfast sandwiches on Friday. Dude, <laughs> I like the way you think, brother. Yeah, it's going to be wild. Um, do we are, do, do, are we still going to do that special gift box for him that we talked about? You'll have to remind me, but yes, we should make this very special. It is his wedding, after all. That is true. Not okay. like a small life engagement that may end in... Uh, decade, but still, yeah, we gotta get it something. <laughs> uh, to our friend in the chat, Watchman of Yaw, I yes, I definitely would have hated the eggs in the army, but if I had the discipline for the army, I definitely would have bucked up and ate that shit because <laughs> I'm like, well, if I don't eat, I'm not gonna get protein today, yeah. Uh, it was just, right, it's like a first world problem. It's like, I'll eat the croissant and the bacon and the cheese, 
I don't want the egg. It's not real. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a dog, I'd have like gave the dog eggs because you know dogs eat eggs all the time. It wouldn't have been Listen, a waste that way. Everyone in the serve, you know, thank you for your service. You guys are badasses, tough sons of bitches. But y'all need to speak up about the whole fucking food situation because chow's supposed to be a good thing, not a fucking PTSD inducing situation. All right, so don't be jumping on him about the processed egg. I don't blame him, motherfucker. I feel bad <laughs> for my brothers in the military that got to eat that shit. Oh my god, M forties, M fucking noies. Am I right, guys? <laughs> <laughs> Who are you, and what is your operating number? <laughs> uh, 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 Jeff, we're going to have company! Oh, shit. <laughs> now the virus fought to the Death Star. Fuck! And we just run out. If you and I were Han Solo and Chewbacca, we dude, would have gotten so much trouble. So Way so much trouble. We, I don't know if we'd be able to pay off the huts, bro, because we'd be like, eh, let's go use, let's go get some toilet hookers from Coruscant. Fuck, fuck, fuck. What's he going to come get us? <laughs> Han Solo didn't have the money to pay off Jabba. They had to have powerful friends rescue and kill Jabba, so hopefully, that, you know, we have powerful friends. We're cool you with say it. You say it like that. <laughs> You make you make fucking Han Solo like the Eddie Griffin of the friend group. Like he's capable, <laughs> capable dude, smart, reliable, a good person. But at the end of the day, he's the dude who had a fucking side hustle with his fucking best friend. They fucking owed their boss money, and when he wanted it back, they were like, "Nope." And then, oh, I just happened to know, I just happened to become best friends with the only Jedi in the fucking galaxy. And the fucking princess, who's also a leader in a rebellion. Sorry, Jabba, can't pay you, son. See ya. Like he's he's the fucking Martin of their group. Council <laughs> is the Martin of their group, and that's hilarious. <clears throat> oh, so uh, let me read a few more, folks, and then we're gonna get into our big topics tonight because there's a lot to cover and. Uh, a lot of people are just rolling in. So, folks, spread the word. Uh, let everyone know. YouTube notifications didn't go out properly, but that's cool. Every week, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, world-class bullshitters. And like we said, episode 269, we will celebrate with a review of Axel Braun's Captain Marvel porno parody. <laughs> we won't show it. We won't really get in. There will be no images shown of it, but we'll review it. That's right, damn it. <laughs> Christopher Press Payne play now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> we totally need to do that uh sh rebels mm, we want your camera mm, yeah uh super smash brothers candidates says my little pony f-i-m the live action movie horsies <laughs> i don't i don't like that because now, see now after that fucking button with them fucking looking and moaning in the camera God, dude! Oh, now I'm uncomfortable with my little pony too because now I'm just gonna be like, oh, they probably do that to each other, and it's fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Now, Doug Come Keller on, has a, Doug Keller has an excellent uh, request. He says, "Nick, remake the movie Eight Millimeter." Oh, mm. I don't know about that, man. That movie's that one. That's one of my favorites, along with um, Bringing Out the Dead. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if I could remake a mil, a mil, I could make something cl that's similar to it. I'd do that, but I'm not into it. Once, like, to be honest, I fucking hate remakes, so yeah, I wouldn't do that, but I would make something similar to it for sure. 
Uh, but that's a good idea. I do, I do really love that film. They made a part two to it that was straight to DVD. I've never watched it. Thank God. Nick Cage's most underrated film. What eight, eight millimeter? Yeah. Oh, dude, it's so, it's so good. Um, but uh, yeah, one, another one of his I love is Bringing Out the Dead. I fucking love Bringing Out the Dead. It's so good. I do have to see that one. I heard that that one is crazy, hilariously good. But is that related to Monty Python at all? No, it's 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 him. It's him as an as an as an EMT, and he and he goes through New York like at night. He has like the night shift for New York, and, and he's the ambulance guy. I think it's him and like John Goodman, and uh, a couple other like really iconic people as well. Like he he rides in ambulances with and tries to help people throughout um, New York in the middle of the night. It's 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 a great movie. I really love it. Dude, Batman well wins. Remake of 8mm titled Betamax. <laughs> <laughs> or the sequel to 8mm, 9mm. God damn it. God damn it. We should make a shitty sequel to 8 Mile starring Eminem. 9 Mile, but not Eminem. No. <laughs> we're we're, we're going to be smart asses. We can just call it 7 Mile. But is, is the prequel? No, it's a sequel. It's 7 yeah. Mile? Yeah, 7 Mile. Yeah. Is it 7 Mile next to 8 Mile? Yeah. Dude. There you go. It's a prequel. <laughs> we're we're famous enough to get Mackay Pfeiffer at this point, so why not? Listen, man, we we got we got we, we're getting that Mackay Pfeiffer money, son. We're about to have our own fucking cult classic dread on our hands. God damn it! I want to make Christopher Payne's film Sixty Nine Mile, starring Riley Reed and her husband. <laughs> not <laughs> not her dude. Husband. Had, did oh, you? God. Oh my god! What? Not well, kind of. It's just okay. unrelated, but it's related to sixty-nine miles, so it's perfect. But <laughs> so when she fucking announced she was getting married, and Twitter was roasting her fucking fiance, and it was mag fucking magnificent. It was hilarious. <laughs> like one, one tweet was just you know Riley Reed's husband after seeing Twitter today, and it was just the gif of the black dude in the shower just like screaming and crying. I was like, God damn. <laughs> Once again, doing that is like is like buying a used car from a from a rental agency. Not a good idea. I mean, you know, you gotta you gotta love them. You gotta <laughs> love them. Like, don't get me wrong. You know, I you know I would like to tell people that I'm the type of dude that was like, you know, if I fell in love with a girl, blah blah blah, I could deal with it. But in the back of your mind, you're like, yeah, that's a lot of my that's a lot of mileage. That's not like yeah, yeah. serving beer in hell mileage. That's like that's like working for enterprise mileage, goddamn it. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's different like, situation. Uh, it's like having Arby's for dinner every night. You just get tired. A lot more in some cases than the other, especially with the roast beef. Oh. <laughs> <clears throat> So, folks, we'll get back to the super chats. Oh, by the way, we do have a movie title for today or a game for today. So, let me put this on screen uh, real quick, and then we're going to start with the Dave Filoni topic. But this one's a fun one. Replace a TV show title one, with one word, and ah, I can't even speak. Replace one word in a TV show with anal. Post comments below. So, the title <laughs> is King of Anal. Boy, there you go. Anal. Yeah. <laughs> Full anal. No, anal. Yeah. <laughs> Oh fuck! Anal improvement. That anal. Yep. <laughs> yep. 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 Analed for life. Grounded for anal. <laughs> Grounded Gilligan for anal. That's an interesting dilemma. Gilligan's anal. <laughs> <laughs> I dream of anal. There you go. The Jamie Kennedy anal. Bad anal. Yep. Oh. 
The anal thing? Anal. <laughs> <laughs> anal starring Reba McIntyre. Anal is enough. <laughs> two, two, two broke anals? <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Beverly Hills anal. <laughs> the big anal experiment. <laughs> the, the fresh anal of Bel Air. <laughs> All right. Let the audience have fun with the anal talk. <laughs> Uh, let's uh, get into some Star Wars stuff. So, Dion, Clone Wars back in the day. What were your thoughts? Loved it. Um, I caught it sporadically then, but then obviously sat down and rewatched it. Got to finish the new stuff. Uh, but I fucking love uh, the TV show Clone Wars. It was it was a go 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 or just and obviously it brought back Maul. So when you do that shit, I'm I'm all about it. See, I it was one of those shows where I was willing to not go out at the. They go out at nine o'clock on a Friday night for college. I was like, Star Wars is back and it's good. I'm happy with this show. I was one of those people that liked it right off the bat. It wasn't perfect. It took maybe what four or five episodes to really find what I thought was its stride. And it kept it rolling for the entire time. I really enjoyed that show up until uh, the Ahsoka episode. Yeah, till family. Or the one where Ahsoka, you know, walked away from the Jedi after they betrayed her. And I think there was that lost season, but I don't remember watching that one. So from what I vividly remember, I really enjoy it. And when I think about it, Dave Filoni is partly responsible for that. So as of today, according to this piece of news, Dave Filoni has been promoted to executive producer slash creative director at Lucasfilm. (sighs) There's finally some change. Fuck. You know what? I'll say this. I didn't want to say it on the high council, but I got this Star Wars game and I've been so into it. I'm like, man, it's hot. I miss it. I miss this feeling. I'm sitting there playing it with the, uh, you know, the point and click and the rebel Alliance is taking down the sand people and the empire and stuff. And I'm like, man, this is what star Wars is about. And now we got this news. So I'm hoping, I'm hoping that shit goes in the right direction. You can't, you can't salvage the sequel trilogy. You can't redo Ray and all that bullshit, but you can make more TV shows and never talk about this shit. Hopefully, <laughs> or am I just going to get duped again? And this guy, look, Kathleen Kennedy's still in charge. So, Anyway, let's talk about yeah. it. You ready? Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> okay, sorry, I'm I'm rambling because I'm I'm hopeful. I, I shouldn't be hopeful. Fuck it. So while not many details are out now on his new role, it seems that Dave Filoni has been promoted to executive creative director at Lucasfilm, according to reports from Fanta Track. Jesus, family. <laughs> they don't want me to tell you. I should. I guess I have to get real close like this. You know, I have to do that. Is this better? A little bit farther back. How's that? Uh, yeah, okay, that'll, that'll do. <laughs> this is exciting news for Star Wars fans that wanted to see Filoni has see what Filoni has to say uh, on screen for Star Wars with a strong resume that includes hits like Clone Wars, Rebels, Resistance, and The Bad Batch. Dave Filoni also hands his or in his hands The Mandalorian, The Book of Boba Fett, and more than likely the new Ahsoka series. Filoni joins John sorry John Cole or John Knoll and Doug Chang as executive creative director role. So one cannot be excited about his latest news, or one cannot be not be excited about his latest news. Here's an official detail posted at lucasfilm.com. And then there you go. So this is the real deal. This is not anything but the real deal. Dave Filoni gets a promotion. So uh, John Knoll and Doug Chang. Now, I don't know John Knoll's name off the top of my head, but Doug Chang was an artist or still is an artist. I uh, designed a ton of stuff for the prequels. I had one of his uh, Star Wars art portfolios as a kid. I looked at it and I was really, really interested in his work. Uh, he was one of the first artists, too, where I saw his workstation was very fascinated by it. So, you know, he's a great artist. I wish I wish that great art 
really helped with the design work in the sequel trilogy uh, with all that creativity that you got in the prequels. I think it just goes to show you how much George Lucas really contributed, but that's just me. So uh, what do you guys think? How long until star Wars finds its stride again? Or do you think it's still too late? No, I never thought it was too late. It's just that it's just in a very deep hole where I thought that drastic measures were needed. You know, certain people not working there anymore, you know, or, or, you know, some, uh, uh, investor call getting leaked and someone being like, motherfucker, da, 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 da. like, I, I, I thought it would be something <laughs> we'd have to wait until true rock bottom, you know, but this is something that's, that's, um, it's above the, the sea floor, uh, not far above it, but damn it, it's definitely, it's in the right direction. So again, you know, like you said, you know, Kevin Kennedy's still in charge, but you know, are, are we, are we in an era where, she is going to listen to people who have a proven track record as opposed to, you know, pulling a George Lucas, so to speak, and making decisions despite better judgment. So, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm I'm this this makes me optimistic, too. Not not uh, that optimistic, but it's 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 a hell of a lot better than going backwards. Yeah. Kathleen Kennedy is stagnant. She's yeah. a joke. She's never produced. And I mean, in terms of like good quality entertainment as, as her tenure at Lucasfilm or as Lucasfilm president under her control, under her reign, under her terrible bullshit. You get the last Jedi folks. It breaks your spirit. It's maddening. I still think it's too late for Luke Skywalker though. It, it well, is. yeah, he's fucking dead. They, they killed him, you know? So it's, it's that, that character that, you know, he went out with a, a whimper, not a bang. So yeah, it's too long, too late for Luke Skywalker in terms of the future. I mean, you can, and then the, the and that's the bad thing. If he if Filoni has him doing awesome shit, that creates more questions. How do you go from doing something awesome to being a smarmy little bitch who doesn't even want to use his the lightsaber that he made? You know, so it's it's yeah. I, I I'm I'm not surprised at all if it's the end of Luke Skywalker. <laughs> I'm sorry, all this anal talk is just ruining my. <laughs> uh, tighten yeah, up a little bit. Oh God! Very poor yeah. choice of words. Oh, <laughs> Can we bring phrasing back? Um, <laughs> Are we not doing um, Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, I, I honestly I don't know too much about Dave Filoni. I never watched the Clone Wars, but I mean, I, 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 I hope, I hope there's change, and I don't, I don't, and I know, I know, some people are going to be like, oh, you know, it's finally happened. It's like this is not going to be immediate. This is going to take months if not years for you know if there's going to be if we see any change if there is any change then this was you know this was just you know him getting a new title and probably getting more money for some reason um but i really i really hope there's going to be a change i really hope things you know there's a positive outlook on this and like we get we get more more well produced more thought out shows and things of star wars because honestly i just i haven't cared about star wars for about three or four years now, I just I don't watch any any of the old movies. I just don't care anymore. I I really just don't care. Like that's how much Disney's burned me. It's like I don't you know I don't buy the toys. I don't do anything with it anymore. I just don't care. Sorry, Christopher Payne is ruining the show with Boardwalk Anal. <laughs> oh Lord, there's an episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Do you remember that episode of It's Always Sunny under the boardwalk and the two bums yep. are banging? Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um, yeah. So, Dion, do me a favor for a second because I got to step away to get something to drink. Yes. Uh, 
John Favreau, outside, what do you think some of his best work is outside of Star Wars? I mean, it's easy and quickly answered is Iron Man. I, th- I think his non-best Star Wars is Iron Man easily. Um, and then, you know, obviously he's got... The thing about John Favreau is his highs are very, very high. His lows remind you to watch Iron Man. You know, it's... it's, it's, um, <laughs> it's um, <laughs> It's a very easy answer because, you know, fucking Iron Man is is awesome. It's fantastic. You know, and then obviously you've got Elf and Swingers is awesome. But then you've got Couples Retreat, you know, and so you, you, and then, you know, you get Iron Man, too, you know, but um, uh, he, he's a talented fucking dude, you know, but, you know, for every for every uh for every, um, I keep wanting to say Martian Manhunter. For every, uh, De- uh for not Delorean. No, 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 no. no. For, 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 for cowboys, cowboys and aliens. Yeah, right. For every Mandalorian, you get cowboys and aliens, and it's just, it's just not okay. Sometimes, man, it's just not fucking okay. Um, but uh, and and no, it was Joss Whedon that did the first Avengers movie. But uh, yeah, I uh, I was here for most of that struggle bus. That was hilarious. Th- thank you. <laughs> Sorry, uh, I was thirsty, and we're really low on stuff. We're moving, so we barely have anything in the apartment now. So, oh, sorry. No, first world problems. Sorry, folks. So, Fabro, the one thing you did bring up, uh, not everything is good. His highs are great. Filoni's highs are pretty good, but his lows are pretty bleh. And I think he's a little biased towards his own creations. Kind of what we have over at Marvel with uh, the Miss Marvel push and some of this stuff. I know there's more financial reasons over there in marvel but i kind of like ahsoka dying in the clone wars like order 66 the jedi go we're always adding new jedi to survive order 66 lost its efficacy like a decade ago yeah, it's supposed to be yeah the great jedi purge and it's like oh yeah it's the great jedi purge except this guy survived and that chick and that thing and that guy and her and him and him and the robot too it's like fuck dude did the empire get anybody like okay, they got the shitty Jedi. Like, <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen a stormtrooper shoot? They can't hit anything. Well, they only when Order sixty six activated, they can hit everything. Yeah, yeah. B- apparently, they're really good at shooting Jedi. <laughs> I watched the scene. I had episode three on for a minute the other day, and I watched the scene where the little kid got shot trying to save Bail Organa. I don't know why, but I laughed. <laughs> oh, well, that's kind of <laughs> fucked up. Because <laughs> the acting was so bad. The, He's like what, in there, and then he's just like. Ugh. <laughs> Cause in in that uh, George Lucas's kid too, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, yo, man, you couldn't you couldn't twirl a baton a little bit more, you know, cool. You had the and don't get me wrong, my man, you know, Jimmy going no, like it makes it important. But I'm like, yo, this kid is the dumbest Padawan. Oh, there's seven of them. Let me jump out with no exit strategy, and I just get fucking shot in the chest. And thank God, one clone's like, ah, let him go, let him go. He's already a little bitch. <laughs> that level Sorry, in Battlefront Two is awesome, though. You say Battlefront Two? That level where because you, you're you know you can play as the five hundred first, and mm-hmm. the level where you go in the Jedi Temple is fucking crazy good. Well, I have that game, and I'll be streaming that on Twitch over the summer. So, folks, make sure you follow WCBS Gaming over on Twitch. Uh, as soon as I get everything set up in the new place, I'll do the steps to get us monetized, and then that'll be another platform where you can find world-class bullshitters. We'll be streaming special stuff over there and uh, making it a more immersive experience. It's just taking a little time to get things rolling, but then once they're in motion, uh, they do not stop. So 
be prepared. Um, I don't think Luke Skywalker under Dave Filoni will be treated poorly like it was, or like he was under Kathleen Kennedy and Ryan, or with Ryan Johnson and J.J. Abrams. But I think it's kind of it. You kind of get, like Luke got his return. Luke got cleaned up. Luke, Luke was fixed in their eyes. <coughs> Excuse me. So I think we're going to see a lot more prequel era stuff take foothold with uh, Filoni. Bad Batch has been a hit. So it's an interesting area that's recognizable to old enough Star Wars fans that'll buy it for themselves and then soon their children. This is the age group they're going to go for now. It was yep. the original trilogy people got you know, sucked, sucked back in in 97 when we got sucked in as original fans. That's why we're in that all oh, the originals is the best, are the best because that's all that existed, even though we're really close to the sequel kids, Dion. I'm, I'm only speaking for the two of us, not everyone out there. But then the sequel kids came and went, or the sequel kids, the prequel kids came in, and then, you know, now they're old enough for that. So I think that's going to be Filoni's strategy. I don't think it's a bad one from a business standpoint. I also think it opens them, they open themselves up to a wide berth of character possibilities. You have Darth Vader out there, so he can be this looming bad guy that you can always bring in the legacy fans. You can use classic Stormtrooper armor. I think what they're going to end up doing with Star Wars is we're going to see the Star Wars universe take place five to ten years before A New Hope and five to ten years after Return of the Jedi, so we can make everything look like the old Star Wars, but we can still infuse the Clone Wars era shit and the, some of the prequel stuff that works. That'll become the new Star Wars. It won't be this homogenization of the prequel sequel stuff, excuse me, because that sucks and they don't fucking support it anymore. Go watch today's video. The only place I find prequel or sorry, sequel era Star Wars stuff is in the middle of nowhere, out in the desert with fucking 25-year-old cardboard cutouts of Captain Kirk by the Coke machine. Like that stuff inhabits <laughs> the worst places in entertainment uh, merchandise retail. They are the, the dollar stores and side of the road, roadside attractions. That's what these Disney Star Wars is the fucking marquee event of. Not the real deal. They never have been. They duped people once. Not anymore. So am I being too optimistic, uh, folks in the chat? Or do you think uh, Dave Filoni uh, is going to do more? I, At the end of the day, I don't think it'll be enough for me to go, oh, it's the best it's ever been. I think we're going to yeah. kind of reach the mm. fucking peak. This is as good as it can get with Disney and Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree. And... and I don't know. I, I I hope there's some change, but I think she's still going to fight back with you know whoever you know is is under her for sure. <clears throat> oh. Dion, have you watched Star Wars lately? Yeah, I mean, I watched. Um, we just watched Return of the Jedi. I randomly put it on, and then um, I still haven't watched the Bad Batch. What else did I watch? I watched. Um, I think I showed Hillary an episode of Clone Wars actually. Return of the Jedi is always a good watch. I, that might be, if you have a kid that's seen all the Star Wars movies, that's like the best one to put on for him afterwards. Yeah. It's like, eh, it's, it's the, it's the best one. random one. Yeah, it's the best random one, I think. You know, New Hope makes me want to watch Empire Strikes Back so fucking bad. <laughs> um, and obviously, if I watch Empire, I got I to gotta watch Return anyway. So, yeah, I'm fucking, Return is just so solid. It's not the best one. Oh, you know, no. even though it's my favorite, but it, God damn, it's so solid. I, for me, Star Wars can be just that first movie, and it can be the the minor adventures before you know Luke is a real Jedi. That's like what I consider my Star Wars sweet spot. Yeah, it doesn't include Yoda. I don't really care. I 
the Jedi are fine. Star Wars for me is the spaceships and yeah, Darth Vader is a Sith Lord and all this stuff. But I like one or two parts of that lore. I don't really want that to be the main focus. I like the Galactic Civil War. That was so fascinating reading those tech journals and you read about all the bullshit in the world and you're like hooked. I remember Echo Base Network had me read a documentary for the Battle of Hoth, and I'm sitting there going, "Oh shit, I didn't know this." And I'm like fascinated reading the technical stuff. Like that's mm -hmm. where that's a good place for me in Star Wars. I don't blame you, man. It's a great, great sweet spot. You know, I'm still, I'm still. My sweet spot is, you know, after, right after Return of the Jedi, and and before, um, before, uh, uh, you know, the EU where. You know, Jason becomes a Sith Lord. You know, that's my sweet spot of, you know, I want to see these characters together going on and doing great things, you know, and obviously we can't do that anymore. Um, but because um, age is a motherfucker. Uh, but that, you know, I that's a great spot too. That, 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 that beautiful, not yet a Jedi, but he's still, you know, a commander in the rebellion and, a, 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 you know, Han just joined the rebellion and them running into shit from their pet. It's just great. It's just, it's just fantastic. Uh, all Star Wars has his lightsabers, says Super Mastermind. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I, don't, I will I get whoop it. yo ass. Dude, lightsabers are the coolest. If somebody's like, Jeff, do you want a lightsaber or a blaster? I'm going to take a lightsaber. Come on. Yeah, dude. that's true. Did you, did, 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 you see that, did you see the Disney, like, their little their little video they had of the girl holding lightsaber and it, like, it pops up and down mm. and it doesn't turn off? Yeah, it looked cool, but fuck Disney. Yeah, I'm <laughs> yeah, and, and and I'm sure that it's gonna be twelve hundred bucks whenever it comes out. Yeah, I would never in a million years buy one. But if you want to send one to us, don't. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we'll do with it, right? If we get it. Well, hopefully we'll get two and we'll try to lightsaber duel each other. And somebody's getting <laughs> right. Someone's getting their eye hit. Kendo probably. <laughs> yeah, he's not he's not the most agile of the group. No. Uh I think he's second slowest? Easily. Probably. Cool. <laughs> I was waiting for Nick to be like, hold on, wait, second. <laughs> <laughs> now who's the least who's the slowest now? <laughs> We're not saying each other. <laughs> Our audience is so juvenile and I love it. Yep. All oh, yeah, the anal. Man. The black <laughs> anal is my favorite so far. Mm. So what's for dinner? <laughs> Sweet yet savory. <laughs> I would really like to see... It, okay. here's I'm going to pitch my dream Star Wars project in okay. the parameters of what we can get right now. How's that sound? And okay. then we'll talk. I, I dig right. it. You have my curiosity. Right. Now you have my attention, sir. So this is Within the parameters of what we can get, but what I would like to see is a Clone Wars style show with the original trilogy characters. That's it. I just want to see Han, Luke, Leia, the droids, Chewbacca, and the backdrop of the Empire and the Rebel Alliance, and just these other adventures. I don't care if it's as pedantic as they go undercover and fight shit each week, or they go off and do epic stuff with lightsabers or spaceship battles. It's, it lends itself to so much. I think it's that nice blend where you can preserve the originals. You know, you can have a show based on that era and a show based on the prequel era and fuck the new era. And it's nice, you know, nice harmonious blend. That's what I'd like. Yeah, and if you can't get it in live action, I'll take animated. I prefer oh, animated. No, no, action. no. We, we can do live action. Just, just have some kid with a $500 computer, you know, face swap some people and do do, do some audio stuff. And, you know, we're there. You said doo-doo. I did. Because <laughs> we're talking about anal. That's why. 
<laughs> well, it is the anal element. It is. <laughs> <laughs> if you would have asked me five years ago, do you believe this is what you'll spend your Thursday nights doing? No. I'm That's that. very true. You could say that this has become your anal runner. <laughs> yes, Ramuna Grey Wolf, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Anal. <laughs> not to not to show my hand too much to the audience, but if you ever do a Crouching Tiger Hidden Blank for the word of the week, it usually breaks me pretty hard. <laughs> yep. I don't know why I'm such a mark for that stupid movie title, but it works. It's hilarious in every situation. How about the House of Sand and Anal? Would you watch that movie? <laughs> Hell yeah. That sounds irritating and rough. I might record it. <laughs> Think Anakin Skywalker could get down to that? <laughs> Does it get everywhere? Oh, I saw this really awesome meme. It's a picture of Obi-Wan Kenobi standing next to a uh, sand castle, like a life-sized sand person made of, or a life-sized Darth Vader made of sand, the statue. And it says something like, oh, he hates sand or whatever. Like, Obi-Wan's smiling, looking at him. It's hilarious. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome I, that would be a really funny uh, okay so remember Batman Forever how they put uh, everybody into that Joker machine to take a full yep. circle back to the Riddler for a second excuse me the Riddler that's Darth Vader's you look into his brain it's just sand it's just pouring everywhere he's freaking out and then his mom dies <laughs> oh, God. damn dude so, 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 sand, so sand and parental death is the, the two things that he hates mm-hmm. gotcha it's everywhere and the women and the children. <laughs> Thank you, War uh, Warlocks Triple O with the question mark as well. Uh, yeah, you know, Caveman Taro, uh, yeah, about every fan film on YouTube is better than Disney Star Wars streaming pile of shit. Well, it is and, all garbage. And, and, Anakin really did hate the sand people as well, so I mean, it's, it's, it's just par for course. Can we, can we use that word still? <laughs> <laughs> is it yeah, Tuscan Raider? <laughs> that, that, I think I think if you want to go with Tuscan Raider, you know the sham people get real sensitive about that. Yeah, I don't want to get I don't want to get canceled by the sand or the Tuscan Raider Alliance of uh, Tuscan Raider Alliance, of, if you know what I mean. The Tuscan Raider Alliance okay. of America. Everyone is everyone is Look, everyone's represented out here, including the sand or the Tuscan Raiders. Excuse me, I better. Whoa, 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 buddy! Whoa, that was almost. That was almost. That was almost. That one sounds bad. That was almost a third strike. Calm down now. I mean, that bit is so hilarious. I was like, "Fuck, that might that does sound bad." Like, goddamn, in real life, oh my god! Now I hear Alec Guinness say it. I'm like, Alec, that's just not right. Sam, people do come back in greater numbers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that sounds so bad. I guess, I guess, I guess we're gonna cancel Alginics and Alginics now. It's fine. It's okay. Shit, um, that's exactly what the Sam people would do. Yeah, <laughs> they'll complain in single file. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! That was. I don't even know what that means. You know what it means, but we don't know what it means. Yeah, whatever. Y'all don't get playing in single file. Y'all come back in greater numbers. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bye, sand people. Damn. Always complaining. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, so we'll get back to the super chats in a moment. Is there anything else you guys want to say about Dave Filoni? I really want people to uh, you know, pitch their dream Star Wars project, Dion. Anything in the uh, hopper? 
Oh man, I mean, I think for me is, I, that's a tough one. I, I, I think I'm with you. I definitely want right after return, the the adventures of Luke Han and Leia. Man, I think that shit would just be so genuine, so genuine. It'd be good. Uh, Alec Campbell would like the Thrawn trilogy and Legends. Nick, anything Ooh. for Star Wars from you? Yeah, there were there there were there were the comedy the the really funny comedy ones. It was like what is it? Uh, Tag and Bink, where like apparently they're the ones who caused like all the three Star Wars movies to happen by little little things they did. Um, I would love to see that. I think that'd be hilarious to watch. I want a Star Wars comedy. We've seen movies that are comically bad. But well, well, we, we almost had one with Solo, but you know what happened? So. Yeah, well, Kathleen Kennedy struck back. Yeah. Because, because like that would have been hilarious. I'm sure it would have, and I'm sure that all the all that footage and all what all whatever that is is gone. But I want I want that cut. I would love love to see that. That one cut, could honestly. have been Beverly Hills Cop in Space. It really could. yeah yeah it could have been. It would have been amazing, but no, didn't want it. So, I think we'll save one of the uh, super chat buttons for a little later because we're gonna just read a few to jump into the next topic. But uh, Dion, when you're yes. talking about work, it reminded me of some of our earlier days as a channel. And how we would try to get subscribers. Remember what you were supposed to do to get us subscribers? <laughs> oh, excuse me, Russell, but I believe I requested the hand job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, back order. Back order. Back order. Back order. So you're telling me there's a chance? Yeah! <laughs> cool. <laughs> hand jobs for everybody. <laughs> now folks stay tuned because the marvel stuff uh was our originally the first topic i had planned for the show but the dave filoni stuff it's a big deal star wars might have a new direction but marvel might be well marvel got caught lying and nobody likes to be you know lied to so kevin feige come on bro why we know money but anyway uh bear business one says can you dub buffalo jeff's voice over the new horse lady clip Yes, I can. Oh my god. No. Yes, I will. I no. just didn't have enough time today. No. I have a little Buffalo Ooh. Jeff movie planned for you, Dion. Okay. Oh, no, I'm not fucking going. <laughs> it's coming to you, Dion. No. no. I'm I'm I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. We 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 make sounds of the lambs with with Dion Neo and all of us. That's what we do. Listen. That's what we do. I mean, can somebody get me a skin mask? Wait, isn't there somebody making me a Buffalo Jeff mask? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a listener's making me a Buffalo Jeff mask. <laughs> like for me to wear, like legit. It's cool. I can't wait to get it. Oh, God. So Buffalo Jeff is going to have a mask. This is this is getting realer and realer every, every week. I love be, it. Well, the nice thing about this iPad that's coming, uh, I'm going to be able to do little cartoons quicker than usual. So I'm going to, you know, use some art to tell stories about the channel or Buffalo Jeff or stories with Cecil, fun stuff. So uh, we're going to add a little more artistic flair to world class bullshitters. To keep it can fun. you make can, can you make cartoons of 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 our of our OJ Simpson TV show that we we're going to do? Uh yeah, actually, I'm thinking about getting this little animated uh, figures of us. <laughs> nice. So, I, I know an animator now. Awesome. Ooh. Yeah, dude, this you meet him out there in LA? No, I did not meet him in LA. <laughs> <laughs> I don't hang out with people here. They're too weird for me, Dion. <laughs> I don't blame you, dude. Uh, Spidey Flash. All, thank all, you very all, much. all I ask is if there's ever a grotto party, you, you, you give us 24 hours notice, okay? Dude, I'm out here uh, 
you know, making these connections for you guys just so you can come out here and start at the grotto parties. Okay. Ooh, that's right. Ooh. That's right. I, you're my boys. WCBS, we're a family. That's why we're doing it together right. and not a weird when way. One of us eats, we all eat. And I'll lie. And I'll lie. <laughs> well, uh, you can't split the bill out here and I'll lie. So. Damn. <laughs> and everybody's got to eat or they'll make you leave. I'm just joking. I don't know if that's real. <laughs> oh, shit. I was, say, I was like, damn, where in LA do you live? God damn. Uh, I, 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 I don't know. Over, over this over this past year and a half, it's, it's, been, it's been kind of a, a war zone over there. It seems like anyways, so. I live in the same neighborhood as the Brady Bunch, and that's not a joke. <laughs> Nothing eventful happens here. It's like living in a moderately higher priced Midwest. The only, I well, I mean, the thing, things, things do happen there, but it usually involves cars and them speeding by. Oh yeah, I don't really <laughs> see anything too crazy these days. We have a magical stoner uh, bum that rolls around on his cart, though, so that's pretty funny. <laughs> does he? Does he give you wisdom? <laughs> no, I've not spoken to him. I've just seen him before. <laughs> Have you had the dream again, Jeff? <laughs> I'm starting to believe. <laughs> so our friend Spidey Flash says, Dave Filoni was promoted. Uh, yes, we did just talk about that, Spidey Flash, but thank you for your super chat. Uh, also, folks, I'd like to hear your thoughts. Uh, uh, you know what the funny part is? I'm seeing a lot of apathy, and I'm seeing a lot of people have more fun talking about anal movie titles or showing respect uh, to the creator of Berserk tonight. So... I think our community really couldn't give two shits about Star Wars, and that's sobering to see right now. Holy <laughs> shit. It really, really is. It really is. Try to So, uh, Rob Brantz, thank you very much. He says, speaking of better Batman stuff, the Long Halloween Part 2 trailer came out this week, and it looks good. Is what they showed with Part 1. Rob, I am very excited for this animated feature. Yep. I yep. love the art style. It's finally not trying to be anime and yo i'm not shitting on anime but i don't like how every superhero uh feature from dc for a while very much like that they went to these other animation studios these things need to all have their own unique visual style i need to look at each one of these animated movies and go that's dark knight returns that's hush that's this that's long halloween it's not too much to ask it takes the same amount of time and money to put something cool and creative like that out there with the technology we have and when they do i will always go the extra mile to either support it or talk about it to tell people to support it so i'll watch it i'll go buy the disc because i like the story that love the story the long halloween and dc doesn't usually shit the bed with these ones dion where does long halloween sit for you oh my god long halloween i'm it's top 10 easily i fucking love the long halloween i got it for uh Christmas or whatever a couple years ago, and I've I fucking every once in a while I just read it. We just went to we went to Florida in February. I was that was just one of the first things I grabbed to put on my my carry on for the plane because I I could read that shit ten times out of ten. That's one of the few Batman stories that where the twist ending is so good. Like I don't talk about it. I never want to ruin that story for people. Like folks, go out read the Long Halloween. It's a great Batman story. Check out the movie if you like you know DC animated features. Trust me, you do. Yeah. So. Uh, but Rob, thank you very much for Super Chat. Joseph Bienowitz says, Hail WCBS. Congrats to you, Jeff. New PC, further mode, the Riddle Gimp. No. As for the spin, <laughs> Buffalo Bat Jeff chasing <clears throat> Riddler Gimp. <laughs> I should do some of that artwork. What we can do, Dion, is we'll, I'll finalize a Buffalo Jeff design in a couple weeks a couple months mm -hmm. maybe it's back burner stuff we got trading cards and stealing solo and all kinds of fun stuff maybe months. but yeah 
Halloween will be ready. But yeah, Buffalo Jeff, uh, maybe Buffalo Jeff will dress up as each superhero that comes out. <laughs> so it's like Buffalo Jeff is Black Widow, except he'll just wear her skin. <laughs> I mean, Scarlett Johansson has lovely skin, right? I, like I, I, yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard, I've heard it's okay. Yeah, it's, it's nice. Yeah. Uh, life is imitating art. I'm becoming Buffalo Jeff. I should stop. Yeah, yeah. You need to, you need to take a breather, there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, it's too much a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Wolf Payne says, "Looks more like Hush than Riddler, in my opinion." You sir are correct. I agree with you. Uh, Hush's wrappings look more like that than a. I feel like I feel like I need to watch Hush. The Hush yeah. one is good. It is good. I mean, obviously, you know, read the, the you know the written one. I still say is better because yep. of the ending on on the film. Um, but yeah, the movie's good. I mean, there's some really uh, so much important shit happens in Hush. That you got the reason I would tell you to read the book over watching the movie is strictly because the artwork is so much better in the book mm -hmm. than it is on screen because they gotcha. didn't try to emulate Jim Lee's art style, which sucks because Jim Lee is one of the all-time greats. Fuck, he's the co-publisher of DC. Why wouldn't you want to make your Batman hush Jim Lee's most famous Batman story? Why wouldn't it look just like his artwork? I was disappointed with that. So I haven't watched it for that reason. But yeah, Nick, it's a cool story. And it's it's one of those fun Batman stories. It's got every character. That's why yes. uh, Mafex is releasing those figures. Awesome. Did you yeah. go to those, Dion? I did. I, I really want... I'm diff that Once I complete my... Uh... My Batman Superman stuff. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna get Hush Batman and Hush Superman specifically for the for the fight scene with the fucking um, kryptonite in the sewer with in the poison ivy leaves on them. I want that one real bad. Uh the the Mafex Hush Superman is probably the best Superman figure maybe ever. Nice. I know you're hey, it's funny. We should do a comparison video one day. You you'll pick your Christopher Reeve uh, Metacom. Mm -hmm. No, yeah. Mm -hmm. And no, you, you're not Medicom. You're uh, who makes the fuck Mezco? You're Mezco. I'm right. Mayfax. Sorry, they're all M titles, folks. <laughs> uh, London Fog, thank you very much. London Fog 66 to be exact. He says, with Riddler's mouth covered, is there a possibility of him to sound like Buffalo Jeff? Oh, all that one coming. Fuck you. Riddle me this, Batman. <laughs> Riddle me that. Who's afraid of Buffalo Jeff? <laughs> yeah, apparently, Dan. <laughs> Uh, Kevin Oh, you're back. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Kevin Condon says he looks like the serial killer from that movie, The Collector. Nick, how do you feel about the Collector franchise? I uh, never watched it. Never really cared for it. It never. It it, it 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 never struck me as anything good. It just like it came. It it seemed for me. It came around like either when either when Saw was popular or when there was there were no more Saw movies and it was trying to fill that gap of like torture porn horror. And I don't really like that kind of stuff, so I just didn't watch and didn't care for it. Like it, because like apparently, I think one of the trailers you had, like you know, these people enter room, enter into a room, and like you know, trigger some trap, and some other things happened, and you know, it was this whole house of just like you know, traps and things. And I was like, oh, this is just this is you know, a saw movie, just not a saw movie. So you're right. Yeah, I've just yeah, I've just I don't know. I'm excited. Not for me. Not for me. <laughs> I watched. I had it on when I was drawing once. Both of them, actually. There's, yeah, there's two of them, right? Saw movies. There's, there's like eight of them. Hmm. No, no, no. The, the collector. I I thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's two of them. Yeah. I think I watched them back to back when I was drawing something. I know, uh, folks. If you ever curious, I was watching The Sopranos when I drew Stealing Solo. I had it on, so there you go. That was my. I listened to The Sopranos essentially. 
Wilson, the unauthorized biography of Tom Hanks, says, mm, Dion, picture this. You, me, and a black beauty locked in a room with a dozen of Gwyneth Paltrow's candles for mood lighting. Fuck you. That sounds Dude, dangerous. That, that sounds like a good time. It's going to be messy, <laughs> a little stinky, but good. Why is my big salmon in here? Yeah. Oh, dude, you can ruin my appetite. <laughs> You're welcome. Thanks. Uh, that's why I lost all the weight. I just Nick tells me gross things and I just don't. Eat. I'm not hungry anymore. Well, uh, I don't think anyone's going to be hungry after this super chat from Cesario Japan. Okay. What's worse, WCBS panel, the goop vagina candle, or beer made from the yeast of someone's lady bits? Yes, beer vag exists. Thanks, Jello Apocalypse. What? That just sounds Wait. unsanitary. Um, if I no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna look it up. I'm not gonna Google it. I'm not gonna find it. Uh, it's not gonna happen. How would you? Okay, real question. If somebody served you the beer, you drank it, you didn't know, and like a week later they explained that it was made from that, would you puke still, or would you just be like, oh? I just be like, oh, and if it's a week later. I think my stomach would still. Telling me your mom's yeast juice. Yeah, I'd I'd punch him in the mouth and be like, that's what you get, you motherfucker. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Definitely that. Yeah, because yeah, you, you divulged information beforehand. Yeah, I don't want to be drinking your fucking mom's secrete meats. God. Joseph Bianowicz says, the Gimpler is really Don Rickles late Nate in his Vegas days. Dion's been through the desert on a horse named Jim Ram. Are you mad, Dion? I Do you feel betrayed? Very. My reputation well, is off. Guess what, motherfucker? Jimmerin! <laughs> the audience wants it. The audience gets it. This is bullshit, That's... audience. You know it and I know it. I had a button specially made for Kendo. I'm really sad he's not here. Should I show it tonight or wait till next week? Wait till next week. Make him <laughs> suffer like me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I do have this one, though, if anyone needs to you know, hear it. Excellent. To each other. I feel like that's pretty on brand for us, yeah. don't you think? Yeah, that, that, that's awesome. That yeah, makes me happy. So uh let's read you know what? We already okay, fine. Uh Doug Keller, since we're on the topic of Batman, he says just remake eight Miller with Batman in it. We read that one. Uh London Fog. Okay, this is the one I was hoping to get to. By the looks of it, Lois Lane is made out of kryptonite. So that Superman picture that I had up on screen a moment ago really really pissed off the audience and i loved reading them uh, rip on that my take on it it's gonna be a fucking embarrassment it looks stupid and why can't superman be cool like he was in the 90s yeah i agree why well, why can't we get that why, why, why can't we get that again is you know I, it, it's, it's probably because of toxic toxic masculinity that's why you know because it's, 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 it's our it's male. our fault personally you know we're the three most toxic males on i don't know because we don't like Star Wars or some shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, great. I'm sorry. It just it pisses me off because Superman to make superheroes cool, you don't want to take this route. You gotta make us look up to it from people from all ages should go, oh Superman's awesome. Like 30 years ago, the dude was running around with yellow under or sorry, red underwear over his pants, and everyone still thought he was no cool. Jeff. You can't look at you you, you can't think Superman's awesome because he's white. Supposed to want to be him, not be like he's like me. 
Yeah, that's not that's not that's not what this is for. That's not what comic books are about, man. You you know you don't make them um, like the reader. There's you know the, the people and that's the other people have gotten so far away from making them inspirational that they want to make them nomenclature. They want to make them like the rest of us. It's like fuck, man. I don't want him to be like me and struggle like me. I want him to be fucking cool. You know, if you want to make a fucking black version, just make it and make it fucking cool. So speaking of cool, Marvel, are they still cool to you guys? Eh. No. Now, I had an interesting conversation today. I was at the store picking up the or buying the mattress, and I was talking to the guy, and he was just asking what we do. And I said, oh, we do YouTube stuff. And he was subscribed to the channel. So if he hears this, cool. If not, cool. But we were talking about Marvel movies, and I just asked him what he thought about uh, Phase 4. And he goes, oh, I'm excited for Phase 4. And then I go, what do you think about Eternals? And he goes, I don't really know what that is. And then we started talking about it. And so a guy, the self-proclaimed big Marvel fan, was uh, just going on about how he doesn't really care about the Eternals. He didn't like the Inhumans. And it was just interesting how somebody who's not a normie, but somebody like a pretty, like, I'll support all Marvel, even then they're just like, eh. So I think Marvel's in a really <laughs> terrible position because there are people out there that are going to go see these movies because they like the Marvel brand. But if they're already like, eh, because they don't know what the fuck it is and it's not good, more and more of these, eh, movies are going to mean less and less people show up. So Marvel, really, really, really pay attention because I get it. It's anecdotal, but I am talking to people as often as I can. I'm, I'm not hearing different things. We were at dinner the other night uh, and these guys were talking to, we gave them a copy of the Stealing Solo book and they're like, oh, you like Star Wars and stuff. And you're like, what do you think of the new ones? I'm like, I hate them. And these guys are younger. They're in the age demographic for the Disney Star Wars. They start ripping them apart. They fucking hate them too. I'm not out there looking for confirmation bias or whatever, whatever confirmation bias. It's like, I'm just talking to people and it naturally comes up how dissatisfied they are with this shit. It's so nice that the general consensus, maybe I'm not able to pick it from this, but it's like more and more people I talk to, it's kind of the thing. So thank you, future. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's just nice because it's like oh you're not yelling into the void on youtube yeah we're not responsible for these people's opinions or anything like that there are people out there that went yeah i realize what bullshit some of these movies are so you know, thanks for being honest yeah people aren't retarded you know they, they pick up on that stuff now kevin feige is the man responsible for marvel to a degree not you know not the mcu himself he's not responsible for making the uh Thing all on his own. He's he's the, you know the, the godfather at all, but he's the most powerful man right now, and that's cool. He's done overall a good job. I can't all of a sudden retro- retroactively say every movie sucked. No, I was on the ride with everyone else, and I enjoyed it. I was much more satisfied than your average Marvel customer. But I too have reached the point where eh, I'm starting to question things, and the more the truth comes out about the process process of these films. The more the, um, I don't know, I guess the rose-tinted glasses have been taken off because I find out how bullshit some of the, you know, the motivations behind the films are. So what I'm trying to get at is they wanted to politicize or avert the the political nature of Doctor Strange and the Ancient One. So they cast Tilda Swinton and they gave us this bullshit reason. And now, talking about the Ancient One in Shang-Chi, it looks like Kevin Feige might have been caught in a lie. So while I get that pulled up, Dion, Nick, what were your guys' thoughts when you heard about Tilda Swinton playing the Ancient One? 
when I heard about it, I was pissed. I, I legitimately was pissed. And I, even on the show, I was like, I'm not like, super excited about Tilda Swinton. And I love Tilda Swinton. I was like, I mean, I'll check it out. You know, if it's good, it's good. And, and after watching, I do like it. You know, I, I like her as the ancient one. It was um, not as in your face as I thought it was going to be. At the same time, it's it's not it's not a uh, <laughs> it's not a it's not a um, progressive or positive change. Like I love, I love Tilda Swinton. I like her as the ancient one, but it didn't make Marvel better. It didn't, ma- it didn't add anything that we felt needed to be added. I mean, outside, outside of them specifically saying her when referencing her and it being a woman, it didn't add anything. So that it was definitely one of those decisions that it was very clear why they made that decision as opposed to making the movie better. But they didn't read the the uh, ancient one and then ask her to audition because yeah, her they're like no, we need a woman and Tilda Swinton is Tilda Swinton. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I know nothing about the ancient one or any, any of that stuff. When I watched it, I was like, okay, yeah, she, she did a, she did a good job. You know, they they did a good bald cap on her. It's 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 efficient. You know, Tilda Swinton, she's a good actress. Uh, but apparently, um, you know, that wasn't the case. More ca- like from what you guys told me, you know, like it's she's supposed to be a completely different character from than, than what she played. Yeah, think so of more. Well, think of like uh, an old Fu Manchu style character. Isn't that the stereotype they call right? Mm-hmm. Like the mustache name is now a stereotype thing. Yep. So he's that kind of character. But let's talk about this specifically. I just wanted to give a little context for the audience to know uh, what we're getting into. So. Here we go. Where's the goddamn tab? (laughs) (laughs) I'm over here like, oh, I got it all queued up. Perfect timing. Everything's sweet. Buttons pressed. No, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Anyway, here we go. In a recent interview with Men's Health about the upcoming Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings film, perfect place to talk about that. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. I, I, I feel bad stopping you, but you said Men's Health, right? Correct. Okay, why the fuck are all these magazines all like, especially Forbes as well? They're all about Disney and Disney Star Wars and Marvel and this bullshit. It's like that doesn't sell more magazines. It makes you look like jackasses. It makes you you don't know how to do your fucking job. I mean, I understand the synergy of like buying Men's Health and getting ripped like Thor, but I don't look at Men's Health and go, maybe I should read this to get an interview about Shang Chi and the politics of yeah, Marvel. exactly, like, exactly. I get it. Actually, I have a question for you. Do you think Shang-Chi is so insignificant that that's the only place they can talk about this movie and like articles randomly in men's health? Yeah. People are going to get... Dude, Shang-Chi might be the Marvel Honey Dick movie. It's like, hey, I want to go see the new Sonic the Hedgehog. Ha ha, Shang-Chi. Like, fuck. Like, that's it. Every time you want to go see something else, Marvel makes you watch Shang-Chi. And it's a fine movie. It's nothing wrong, but you just keep being forced to watch it over and over again. No, absolutely. I think this will definitely be the one where, you know, whenever you see something or know that something is not going to be very successful, they'll say, go uh, buy a Slurpee at 7-Eleven and get a ticket to see blah, 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 blah. This is going to be Marvel's fucking bait and switch honey dicks maneuver. So, absolutely so, so, is. So, so when, when you say they're going to do a promotional thing like to buy a ticket, are they going to, is this going to be like the Captain Marvel of, of Phase 4? I, listen, I, I think I think Marvel's will be kept the Captain Marvel of Phase 4. Oh, the Eternal? But, yeah. Wait, no, aren't the Marvels supposed to be in Phase 4 too? Oh, yeah, duh. I, sorry. Yeah, that is the Marvel. Sorry. My it's brain fun. went, wait, Captain Marvel 2? Oh, duh. See? The rebranding video I made was fucking true. I didn't <laughs> even <laughs> Yep, yep. He wasn't lying. You know, you, Shit is real. They got, you, they got you so good that even you didn't know what you were talking about. I got myself because they got me, got me. Oh, my gosh. 
<laughs> so, uh, back to men's health. According to you know this article, it says that uh, Feige discussed the casting of Tilda Swinton as the Ancient One in Doctor Strange. Men's health writer Evan Romano claims Feige expressed regret when he stated, "We thought we were being so smart and so cutting edge in reference to Swinton's casting." Feige went on to say, "We're not to do the cliche out of the wizened old Asian man, but." Well, but it was a wake-up call to say, well, wait a minute. Is there any way to figure it out? Is there any way to put both and not fall into the cliche and cast an Asian actor? And the answer to that is, of course, yes. So it looks like behind the scenes, they talk like robots. Or this is just public speak. Well, you know why they're saying that now. It's because of the, the, you know, the, all the anti-Asian shit going on. So, you know, it's, you know, it's the, a the, weird the, the lifestyle well, hold on, hold on, of... Wasn't... Well, I mean, I, I I think I remember hearing the reason they did that is because like the the guy the guy in the comic or the the character supposed to be like from Tibet or Nepal or something like that, and they weren't supposed to, they didn't want to put that in there because of the movie's going to go to China, and if that's in there, then then they weren't going to buy it or watch it or some shit like that, right? Do I remember? Yeah. Okay. There's, yeah, I got some more uh, actually about that. Nick, perfect transition. So, um, the news I just read you is in dire contrast to what Doctor Strange writer Robert Cargill admitted about the casting. Cargill explained. The thing about the Ancient One is that it's Marvel's Kobayashi Maru. There is no other character in Marvel's history that is such a cultural landmine that is absolutely unwinnable. He went on to say, I've been reading a bunch of people talking about it, and really, it's really frustrating. Excuse me. And the thing about it is this week that most people who have thoughts on it haven't thought it all the way and go, why didn't they just do it? And like, I could tell you why. I could tell you why every single decision that involves the Ancient One is a bad one and why it's just like the Kobayashi Maru. It all comes down to which way you're willing to lose, says Cargill. He went on to detail that if Marvel recognized the Ancient One as being from Tibet, as he is in the comics, you risk alienating China. Cargill explained, the Ancient One was a racist stereotype who comes from the region of the world that is very weird, a very a weird political place. He originates from Tibet. So if you acknowledge that Tibet is a place and that he is Tibetan, you risk alienating one billion people who think that that's bullshit. He elaborates and risks the Chinese government going, hey, you know, that is one of the biggest film-watching countries in the world. We're not going to show your movie because you decided to get political. Um, Excuse me, but I think getting political is cutting shit out to worry about this market. But, you know, whatever. Excuse me. Back to the this shit, though. He says, Cargill even discussed the idea of potentially casting Michelle Yeoh if we decide to get the other way to cater to China in particular and have him be in Tibet. The thing that makes me pull a hair out is some people are like, some people are like, why not cast Michelle Yeoh? Well, first of all, Michelle Yeoh is awesome. I would love to make a film with Michelle Yeoh. If you're telling me that you think that it's a good idea to cast a Chinese actress as a Tibetan character, you're out of your damn full mind and have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. He concludes, <laughs> the levels of cultural sensitivity around this thing is that everybody is starting staking out one particular piece and not rec realizing that every single one out there is losing the proposition. We could pretend the ancient one doesn't exist and that we are just eradicating one of the main characters from the story to just not deal with race. So now what do you guys think about that bluntness versus Kevin Feige's bullshit? It's exactly <laughs> what I've been saying on the show for fucking years. They're not doing it because they care. And the way that they pushed it when Doctor Strange came out was, oh, well, we wanted to put a woman in the... Well, but obviously that's not true either. So, you know, it's, it's, it's again, we've said it for years, there's ways to fucking do it. And obviously this ain't one, Chief. This isn't one. So this this corporate double talk of, oh, we're doing it because this, that, and the other. and But then, you know, 2021 20, rolls around. Well, why didn't you use Michelle Yeoh? 
Fuck. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, we. Lo- I mean, I love Asian people. Blah, 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 blah. We were gonna make her Chinese, but why wouldn't you make him from Tibet? <laughs> well, because uh, so it's it's, it's it's there's always an excuse. There's never one answer that you can reference going forward if it was the fucking truth, you know. And it's just it's just a prime example of how they actually think. They don't give a fuck about what banner they use on Twitter. All they care about is selling tickets, asses in seats, fucking lips to, to, to honey dick. That's the only thing they fucking they care about. <laughs> lips to honey dick, you say, lips huh? Lips to honey dick, I like that. Um, yeah. No, no, that dude, that's 100% true, yeah, because from what, he, from what he just said, I mean, you should just had like, the ancient one be, like, a hooded, mysterious character with, like, a mask on or some shit. You know, just just do that. <laughs> just do that. But you know they didn't they, they didn't think that far ahead and they were just like oh whatever you know it, it'll be fine this will age well right that's, everyone loves Tilda Swinton we do right. but we do but you fucked up you you really yeah. did fuck up <laughs> it makes me really appreciate older films because they had the freedom to do what they want it's interesting how yeah, yeah technology has opened up the world but it's really closed out the creative world because before. I get it. You would have to think about, you know, oh, I got to, I want to write a story about the Orient. Oh, that's offensive now. So, oh, I'm going to write a story about the East. Oh, I'm going to write a story about this. Like you, you take away any kind of, you, the world cannot be a magical place anymore because you have people online that go, it's offensive if you depict this or that. So you have to make up shit now. I'm waiting for Marvel to go that route. They can only pick, they can only get superheroes from so many different nationalities. Like I'm waiting for them. This is the part that's going to piss me off. Dion is when they go and they create a new mixed race superhero for people like me to feel represented. Fuck you people. So hard. That is the most bullshit thing out there. You know, the next super chat that came in from TLJ Screwjob, I'm really happy to read, you know, I'm going to read it right now. Because we're gonna, it's gonna stick with this topic. But he says, "Nah, sounds like you don't. Not to sound like that, you don't get it, guys. But they genuinely believe you, Dion, Nick, and Jeff want this. Jimmy Olsen's black. I'll watch it. No, you're not wrong about people believing that. I don't take that personally. If you were to say that at all, because I feel it, Dion, Nick, you guys feel that that when they put out this weird shit, they expect us to go. Oh, it's great. It's progressive. I'm gonna buy it. Yeah, Absolutely. and like, no, 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 a hundred percent. Because and, and here's the thing." progression is not a sign of quality i don't care how many people of color females or redheads you have in your movie um if 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 the story ain't good and it's bullshit it's bullshit i'm sorry okay that's just the way it is like what is it the eternals are supposed to tick all the goddamn boxes across the board and guaranteed it's gonna suck dude they are the fucking box that's it (laughs) it's like this the eternals is marvel's answer to literally twitter it's it. Yeah. It's like, what is a Twitter-proof movie? We got every nationality, every skin color, every orientation, everything else in, be- in between. There you fucking go. The Eternals. That movie's going to make $8. And again, we're not saying that's bad. What we're saying is, you know, when, it, when you do it naturally, through the process of wanting to tell the best story, and it looks like that, great. But when you, when you make that the focus of the film... Like Eternals is clearly they're not they don't want to tell the eternal story. They want to be able to say, Oh, this is the movie that Twitter will come and 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 buy because they'll have everyone. Angelina Jolie's gonna be in it, smaller titties, but she's gonna be in it. We're mm-hmm. gonna have a random black dude in it. We'll have an Asian dude be one of the Eternals because it's it's back in time, right? So there's no there's none of that shit, right, guys? That's why they're doing it. They don't it's so disingenuous. They're not doing it to make the world a better place, they're doing it to make the world give them money. Yeah, and 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 as and we've seen for the past five plus years, 
it's not working at all. Nobody cares for this shit because you're trying to. As soon as you start preaching about a movie, it immediately bombs the box office. That's happened so many times now. And you know, all you're doing is setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, you're you're trying to. You, you think you're doing, some, doing something the Twitter audio wants, the Twitter mob wants, but like they don't they don't buy tickets. The the people exactly. the people who yell the people who yell the rooftops and you know are fucking couch protesters for this shit don't buy tickets for these things. They don't care. They don't give a shit. They're not they're, subscribing they, to Disney Plus. Yeah, they're not subscribing to Disney Plus. They're, they're, they're the ones who see something something wrong in the world and they do the, the 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 bare fucking minimum to voice their opinion about it, which is just make a 288 character uh, statement and put a couple of hashtags in it. That's what they fucking want. They, they want to be validated by their goddamn tweet. They don't care about any of this shit in reality. They just care for it for the, for about like 90 minutes that, you know, they saw it on their Twitter or that their friend sent it to them. They could, they could care less. They really could. Well, it looks like uh, Marvel's not going to put out their next two movies in China. Have you guys heard about that? Or at least they're not going to be able to put them. Out. I heard, I saw that, but I thought it was going to be, I thought that was a rumor. I think it was. Yeah. Real. Yeah, it's it's so far it's a rumor. My guess okay, is okay, there's, okay, there's okay. going to be severe edits or heavy edits. I don't, I don't really get. I mean, I understand it's all a financial thing, but I don't get how people are so blind to the movies becoming like commercials for what's acceptable in one part of the world. Does anybody else find it weird that people just buy into it or don't catch it? Well, no, it, it's I mean, not, it's, it's, it's not you know secret well no no no, no. they don't catch it i mean that's no 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 it's 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 one of those things where like they have blinders on for disney because like they've had these wonderful experiences they have these family memories they have these pictures they have all this stuff it's been part of their family for years and they're just like oh yeah they're they're a fun company they're cool we have all these things from them they're they're okay and it's hard for them to realize that they are just a company their pro their whole their whole thing is to make money by any means necessary you know by 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 bending by bending the rules in their favor and trying not to break them that's what they do. That's what. That's how they're doing these things. And to make sure that you don't know about all the shit going on behind the scenes. But, you know, it's 2021. You know, information travels at the, sp- at the speed of light, and uh, that ain't possible anymore. Well, and, yeah, and I'm, 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 I'm not surprised. I mean, it's, it's again, th- like I said before, they're not aiming for people who have that, who, who have that habit of looking into the movies they're watching. They're going for people's parents who buy shit because it's semi-recognizable, and they buy it like, "Hey, we're gonna watch a movie tonight with with the kids and the pizza." You know, they're they're, they're not yeah, giving. Yeah, exactly. They're not t- they're not chasing fans who have an eye for quality. They're chasing fans who only care about quantity. That's it. So it, it doesn't surprise me that people don't that, that people buy into it. That, that that's what the commercial the commercial machine wants them to do. They you know they they don't give a shit about channels like ours until it starts catching on people stop buying tickets they're not going to care about our critical response all they care about is hey if, okay these four motherfuckers ain't watching the movie as long as long as we get you know a billion dollars worth of other people watching it who cares you know only when you affect the bottom line do they listen only when the bottom line doesn't match projections do they listen they don't give a shit when they're putting this shit out of course not yeah exactly they, yeah, Common they, they, they give a shit. Yeah, they yeah they want they want general audience people and family, and that's why all the movies are PG or PG thirteen, so they can get as much, you know, as many eyeballs and uh, on their movies as they can, and as much money mm-hmm. as they can, you know, get out of them. That's that's all that matters. Yeah, I'm looking at Shang Chi. He got relaunched last year. It failed. They relaunched him again this year. It's he was one of the lowest selling books last year. That's what made me be like, they're doing the movie, dude. I 
to me, Shang-Chi and Captain Marvel are engineered superheroes. They're yes. in they're, yes. they're in the fucking um the stable that Marvel has. They're like they're these little <clears> gems. <throat> they represent the right political move or the right political commentary at the time. They're um they own the film rights. They're the they're just the perfect little gems. They represent everything right. And they come like Captain Marvel was not good for every other reason outside of like you know, Brie Larson's bullshit. You can we did strictly judge that movie on what was in it, not anything that was said about it before, after, or thought about. It was just straight up judged on its own merit. I think we're seeing another forced superhero. Now, this one probably won't have any kind of uh, offensive lead up or anything stupid in its launch. And then you're going to have a probably average at best movie. But I'm seeing a trend with Marvel toys out there right now. Hear me out. And it's not just the newest stuff. But right now on the shelves, Shang-Chi is pretty deep. I get it. It's not even out yet. You're going to put out toys for the summer movie. I'm not actually saying that it's anything wrong with that. But I'm noticing another trend that Marvel figures based on MCU properties have an initial excitement push, and then they kind of stagnate. Captain Marvel stagnated. That was the first MCU film that I saw toys clearanced before the film was out. I have it on record. We put out videos. You guys can find it. I haven't seen Shang-Chi yet, but I will. I'm going to make a Duke's Brothers bet that I'm going to see Shang-Chi on clearance across the country before the film's out. This film, yes, I understand there were these world-changing events that relate, delayed production, this, that, and the other. But I think at the end of the day, what Marvel's going to find out is they're giving us a string of unrecognizable heroes that don't matter. And everything that you sell us, you're not selling us how epic this is going to be. You're not telling me how it's going to be martial arts action. You're not telling me how it's going to be this epic story that I've never seen. You're telling me all of these political things. I don't fucking see movies because of your politics. I go see them if they look cool and seem interesting. If you're going to sell me boring bullshit and then market me banal bullshit that I don't even believe in half the time, then why the fuck am I going to see your movies anymore? What the hell? Yeah, 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 man. Well, and, 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 no, you're no. I apologize. You know, we want more of that shit. That's that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, 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 we want more fun shit, man. Like like John yeah. Wick and things like that. Like we want we want stuff like that. Hey, that's a fucking perfect goddamn example. That mm -hmm. is a perfect fucking example to what Jeff just said too. Because you know it, it it's so apparent to us, right? Because we. We used to be that target audience. So there's a reason why certain movies have a crazy amount more commercials during, you know, well, in our day, during Saturday morning cartoon time. That's why so many of these movies have commercials on Nickelodeon Disney today, you know, because they're, they're not aiming for us. And that's where the quality has gone down because they're not making or choosing Shang-Chi because he's a cool character with a backstory of a martial arts background and being trained to do this that, and the other they're doing it because you know kids like bright colors they like kung fu and now we want to you know try and bring in the asian element you know it's the it's the it's the clear-cut manufactured as you so eloquently put but also they, they just don't give a shit when you are only checking boxes you're talking about how well does it sell? How, how many units can we move? Can we transition this from film to merchandise sales? You're not caring about the story of the product. You They skip over fucking first base and they go to second and third right away. But it's like you have to go to first base. You can't just run straight across the field to second base. And the story is first base. If you have a movie that is cool 
or at least makes sense where people even subconsciously pick up on it, you know, their kids are going to, they're going to watch it around the kids and then the kids are going to want the toys. You have to have a first base. They're jumping to, let's just make care. Let's just get Captain Marvel out because it'll get girls to buy toys. They're not talking about, let's make it a good movie that girls will keep watching it and then remind their friends and their kids to buy toys. Let's just get girls to buy toys. Skipping over fucking first base. My cousin's daughter is the prime age for all that marketing bullshit. And she said, unprompted, Captain Marvel's stupid. I like Wonder Woman. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I I was like, I liked Wonder Woman way more than I liked Captain Marvel, too. Yeah. Yeah. Wonder Woman up until 84 was cool. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you know, but 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 you know, uh, Uncle Pepe's my 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 cousin Haley, you know, because right after Endgame came out, you know, because my because Uncle Pepe's a nerd, as you know, because you've talked to him, you know, oh, he yeah. goes, "Well, what do you think of Avengers?" Then I was like, "Yeah, man, we loved it." I was like, "Yeah," but when they show all the girl Avengers, uh, and my uncle goes, "Yeah, I took I took Haley," and he goes, "Even she was like, yeah, that was a lot." So even <laughs> their target audience is like Jesus, you know, because they have the internet. Like they have decades and generations of good films that ended up being popular with kids. You know, they understand the shit, even if they don't know that they understand it. But even, you know, and she was fucking, you know, was she 15 now? You know, she, she, she was fucking uh, 13 when that movie came out. And it's like, even she was like, wow, that was heavy handed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And then, and, you know, yeah, the target audience has the internet. But I mean, it, this seems like one of those qu- like quibby things, like, you know, you, yeah, you've been in the business this long. You you think you know audiences, and you're going to put all your money on, on this thing. It's like, but do you really know audiences? Because what, your profits don't show that. Like the money that's coming in isn't isn't coming in, and it, it's showing because you don't know what the hell you're doing. Plus the popularity of your products, everything that nobody cares. So you can keep pushing these ideas, these these characters, these things you think we want, but our our dollar. I mean, uh, you know, the, our wallets are say, are saying something different. For some reason, you're not listening, and you keep trying to force it on us, and thinking, you know, oh, where are the where are the bad people who aren't aren't getting you? But like, that's not the case. You don't get us, and you're suffering because you're not listening to what we're saying, you know. And that's what's happening right now. And they and they're they're never going to get it. They're never ever going to get it. Mm. Uh, Lodine seventy four says, but kids aren't buying toys anyways. Playing video games, yes, maybe doing the Lego, but they don't like toys like we did as kids. Now you are correct about that, but. Let me let me give you a counterpoint to that. You you brought up video games yourself. Marvel released a massive Avengers video game last year. It was meant to be the biggest release ever. What we ended up finding out is a dog shit video game that's a fucking cover for a Miss Marvel game. Yeah, you're like, oh, this is gonna be epic, this and that. It's a lot of Miss Marvel. People aren't buying it up. It is considered a failure. It is not a success. It, is on clearance everywhere. I know games go on sale, but this is one of those things where it's like, let's get rid of this as soon as it comes out. It's not that popular. People are ripping it apart. Everyone go into the comments section. I was going to make a long form video about it and I lost it because I took so much, uh, so many notes. It just got overwhelming. Like the, that game lost its way. Some of these movies will lose their way. You know, Dion, it's really sad when you talk about these consumers that want more quantity instead of quality. And I, realized that is so much of what goes on today and i just kind of shrugged my shoulders and went fuck what can you do i get it a lot of these emotions are a motherfucker you can get you can get on this good shit from these movies and you're always chasing that high to this day i still say the avengers was the greatest theater going experience i ever had but i'm kind of real realistic to the fact 
what was achieved on that day versus what is going to happen. It's to me, it's diminishing return. The last time I got emotionally invested in one of the Marvel films was Infinity War, especially when Iron Man got stabbed. I'm like, yes, because I, you know, other reasons, but I was so <laughs> into that story, and that's why I always went to bat for these Marvel movies. I always because I got an emotion out of it. You know, when I read the old books as a kid, I'd go, "Oh, this is cool. I'm feeling something. I like this. I understand what you know these characters are doing." Blah blah blah. I really get it. I'm feeling something. I was on the emotional roller coaster, not in the same way that Endgame represents. That's where I lost it. But the holy shit, this story is pretty complex. Wow, they did do 20 movies in a row. Wow, this is justification and comeuppance and this and that. It really felt refreshing. This is also, folks, this is like six months after The Last Jedi came out and broke my fucking heart again. It's like, hey, your heart's broken in half from The Force Awakens. Let's stomp on it again. Last Jedi. And so all of this stuff was so refreshing, cool. And then you get to the end game and it's it really feels like a McDonald's Happy Meal. Before it was like, Outback Steakhouse. Pretty good. Some people, that's to some people, that's the best they can have or ever will have. But most of us know there's another line of steakhouses out there above Outback. Pick your choice. But now it feels like we're just getting served up maybe five guys. It's a step down from an Outback steak, but you know, it's still not McDonald's. I don't know. It, it just it sucks to be shoveled crap and if you don't eat it up, you're considered, you know, you're the problem. It's like, does anyone else not see what happened here? Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, and now it just it just sucks too because it's it's that emotional knee-jerk reaction that they're going for. You know, they want people to be like, you know, defend yeah, defend our movie. We don't care if you say it, you know, because we can we can we got plausible deniability, but we want you to be calling, you know, other moviegoers, you know, fucking racists and shit. Because that means that you're passionate about our movie. I don't care if you ever go back again they just i just want you to give me that ticket money bitch you know that's that's what it is you know and, it's, and it does suck man it really sucks yeah and yeah i, I think i th- i i think what's what, what happened in the world this last year and people people a lot of people really not going back on the decisions they've made lately um it seems like they're kind of it seems like they're financially getting the message like you know you're you're losing money and this is happening for a reason like you know get your shit together so yeah so, uh, is there anything else you guys want to say about the the China stuff? I mean, I'm not surprised. Every week, it seems like we're getting more and more uh, confirmation that this is the way the world's going, and it sucks. And thankfully, some people are fighting against it. So, yeah, support yeah. entertainment, folks. Choose what you want to watch carefully. Yeah, definitely. You know, give you know, use use your money wisely when you get your entertainment. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, dude, it's it it it, it sucks. But I'm glad. I'm glad the way things work now, where you know, there people are talking out from behind the scenes, and you can get the the full story, even though it comes a little bit later. But at least you know what's happening, and you know, then you can make your decision as you know, accordingly. Yeah, I like we say, folks, we can't call for boycotts, this, that, and the other, but uh, make up your mind. That's all we ever say. So yes, folks, mash the muff button, please. We have over uh, 660 people watching, but only 488 thumbs up. So. Uh, let's jump into a couple of the super chats for the audience, and then we will, uh, you know, continue the show. We have many more topics tonight, folks. So let's get ready. This ecto containment system that Spengler and I have in mind is going to require a load of bread to capitalize. Where are we going to get the money? I don't know. I don't know. Primer said, <sighs> oh, "I miss those guys." 
I do too, man. Such a such a like uh, I can I I can never say someone like I can never say bad things about the movie because it's 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 done so well on a technical level and story and everything that oh man it's just it's just so good so good it is uh last night sorry two nights ago i got to describe um woke busters somebody asked me what i was working on and i was telling on a live stream and like it sounds cool so yeah people like the ideas we have for woke busters guys so we need to watch ghostbusters and uh get in that mindset yeah now <laughs> primer oh, good time i i promise <laughs> Primer says that Superman show looked like an unappealing hybrid between Americanized anime style and Cal Arts. DC is desperate to reclaim the attention of normies. Uh, we're going to talk about something next that might uh, might capture the attention of some normies. But what do you guys think is good? Okay, you're an executive at any company. What big property are you going to make appeal to normies? <laughs> uh, and how uh-huh. so? Um. Damn, dude, that's a fucking little bit of a hydrogen bomb you, you dropped there. Uh, I think if I could choose any property right now, um, for fucking normies, dude. Um. Oh, oh for, okay. Oh, well, like nothing, nothing that's been out already. Is that is 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 that a stipulation? Like anything that's been out already? Like something we only we nerds know? Like that's deep. No, it's got to be like a thing. Like, um, let's say you're gonna get to make a DC. Okay, fine. Let's rephrase it. You're DC. You have to make something to appeal to normies. What do you do? I mean, to given the corporate answer, you know, the flavor of the month. So right now, you know, uh, uh, a goofy, uh, goofy really teeny bopper stuff like TikTok and is very is very popular so if i'm trying to make it appear to, to normies i'm emulating that so you know you pick you pick something like a teen titans but you make them more teenager of the 21st century so they're on their phones they're using apps you know you're, you're referencing social media and shit like that and in your uh, in your property, and you're and you're leaning towards a more you know characters that look like Ezra Miller as opposed to fucking Ben Affleck. So I, if, if if I had a gun in the back of my head, that's yeah, that's exactly what I would do. Yeah, that makes sense. I just want to see them uh, do make Batman really cool. I know that's a, a shitty answer, but I don't think the Snyderverse is the right thing to do to appeal to normies because everyone goes. It clearly isn't that's- working. Well, you know what my answer to all that is, Dion, when somebody says, if they go back to the Snyderverse, it'll work for normies? It yeah. didn't work the first time. Those people didn't show up. The people no, that you think exactly. are going to show up for this movie are alive and kicking. They're out no. there. They didn't see these movies for a choice or for a reason. That's what I say about Star Wars. They didn't come back. The first one made two point whatever billion dollars, becoming the biggest film of all time until the Avengers thankfully put it out of its misery. But those people, that money just up and vanished to the point where the third one makes barely a billion. That's a lot of people that didn't show up. That's yeah. That's that's a change of a billion dollars over the course of two films. That's fucking huge. Yeah, it is. There's you know, and when people always want to defend Kevin Kennedy stuff, like you, yes, it made a billion dollars. Like that's not the benchmark anymore. Mm-mm. If you make a billion and you could have made two and a half billion, yeah, of course you're happy with the billion, but you're like, yo, we could have had a one. And a half more billion fucking dollars. 
That is insane. And that's why people, and it pisses me off since we're, on, we're, we're ranting on, all three of us have had a couple rants. You know, that's why, the, that's what makes them a failure. That's why Captain Marvel is a failure. All their defenders, you know, all the fucking readers of fucking Twitch and, and, and Esquire and shit, well, it made a billion dollars, so you're wrong. You're just being sexist. No. If done correctly, it could have made one and a half, two billion dollars. It was coming out before the marquee film. The fact that it barely reached a billion means they lost out on another billion dollars. People lose jobs when the projection is that fucking high. <laughs> like that's not me exaggerating. If you tell your boss we're projecting we're gonna make one and a half billion on this movie, and you barely make a billion, yeah, your boss is like, Yep, you made a billion. But where's the other five hundred million dollars we could have had on this fucking movie? And and then you get fired. And then you get fired because you projected you one and fired. a half. <laughs> Beyond, you, know, you don't get fired. You get moved over to you get a promotion in Hollywood. True. You're you're, you're you're not wrong about that. You're not wrong. Yeah, you're not wrong. I mean, that's, that's like, one of the reasons why we got this show. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No one eye, if you know what I mean. I'm doing it for you guys. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Hollywood is the only place where you can fail up. Like, I, I would love to fail up in Hollywood. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, well, Picard, you are correct, too. You also have to take into consideration the cost to make the film plus advertising. Yes. Right? Skywalker cost them 300 to $500 million just to make an absent toy line, and you had a recipe for a disaster. Yes. Sir, you are correct. We covered that last year when we I broke down the numbers. And you do the 2.5 multiplier. It's not hard to do this fast and hard math because no matter what you get, it's not a success. Yeah, and, plus, and plus, they were still shooting the Rise of Skywalker like what a month before it actually hit theaters. Oh, they, it were, showed. Yeah, they were still they were still showing. They were still editing it. Yeah, like it was, dude. Like, and you know, all those people editing, shooting, transferring footage, like that costs money. Yep, putting you know the lights for the editing booths, all that shit, all of that shit costs money, and you and, and you were pumping in and, and you were just pumping all all of it into this um into this project that was just a a a pile of shit from the from from the jump, and you're just like let's just get it done and get it out. It's like it was a okay. glorious failure. Oh, dude, oh, which I one? Still, I still <laughs> rise of Skywalker. I still oh. I still remember. I still remember almost getting kicked out because of Dion because. <laughs> Because he kept like yelling at the screen, it was hilarious. Listen and see the way. See you tell it like you know we were drinking or something before him. Obviously we were, and then you tell it like you know I was the only one. Listen, no. I would react, and there was people were laughing. They were like, "Yeah, that's fucking, that's fucking." No, it was. I mean, everybody kept looking at you because you. I, I guess I guess you were loud on your side or whatever. But like everybody kept looking at you the whole time. Every time you were like, "What?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was so bad. There like, was, I will, and like there was the, the, there was some I guess I guess kid or guy who was really small, like holding a lightsaber dressed as like Anakin or something, who kept giving you like the death stare. And I was like, he's gonna he's the one who's gonna go walk out and get the manager and like get you removed. It's gonna happen. <laughs> oh I'm emotional during movies, goddammit. We would have we would have walked out in solidarity with you. It's fine. Keith wouldn't have. <laughs> That's yeah, he probably he, he did he didn't want to see it. But I mean, I know that we all had the same reaction with the whole. Oh yeah, I'm not going. General Leia has me looking at old school Star Destroyer schematics. <laughs> like what? What do you mean? No, cloning everlasting life. Things only the Sith know. God damn it, Dominic! Why did you say that line? 
Why'd you say that line? <laughs> That's crazy that people listen. Why was to that he cast like, no, in that fun. movie? Because it was because it was because uh, it was JJ Abrams doing like they were, you know, because he knew how big of a fan he was from Lost. It was literally him doing his friend a favor. No. Oh. Okay, that's okay then. <laughs> I, I thought it was gonna be some bullshit like Lord of the Rings connection because he was a gnat. They're trying to cross all the franchises. It's like, nah, it's my friend. I'm done asking questions. <laughs> Fair enough. Being out here in LI, if I was making a Star Wars movie, <laughs> your your ass would be in it, and you'd have a speaking line. Everybody would have my a speaking man, line. My man. When one of us eat, we all eat. I'm getting in with the screen actor's skill, then I'm becoming the one of the greatest villains of all time and and beam level action movies. <laughs> I want to be the Clancy Brown of the new millennium. Clancy Brown. <laughs> That's a hell of a reference, sir. <laughs> you really I, are world class. I just, I just, Thank I just want to, I just, I just want to make 10, 10 films with the, with the name My Black Ass in it. That's all I want. I mean, that's kind of all you can do. Once you reach eleven, you're done. <laughs> that's that's all I want. That's all I want. I want but all I want the Scorcher my- movies were awesome. <laughs> Who left the fridge open? <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh shit! I love Tug Speedman. Tug Speedman, man, <laughs> he's a fucking man. God, I love that movie so much. I watched it the other day. I, I, I was watching clips. I said, "Fuck it!" I just rented it on YouTube and watched that shit. Oh, it's Survive. <laughs> That's your fucking line right there. I fucking love. That's my favorite part of that whole movie. Survive. Who's the grip? <laughs> Punch him really fucking hard. Sorry, I remember, Ow. dude. I remember. I remember somebody. I remember somebody showed, showed the picture of, of the cast, like you know, in their costumes, and, the, and someone's like, "Yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Is Robert Downey Jr. is in that picture somewhere." I'm like, "No, he's not. You're fucking with me." And they're like, "Yeah, he's a black guy." I'm like, "You are fucking with me really hard right now." You no, no way. Uh, uh-uh, ain't gonna Back happen. 2008 was such a magical time. That's yeah. my favorite joke about uh, Iron Man. Who do you want to have play Rhodey? Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yeah. Memes when, when Iron Man 2 fucking came out. Oh Holy shit, man. Oh my god, that was so great. God damn. And just cover me, you limp dick fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my oh god. god. Yeah, Back yeah, when Brandon yeah, T. Jackson remember, had a future. Oh god, yeah, yeah, because I yeah, I remember I remember when that happened, and I and I was like, You are fucking kidding me. There's no way that they did that. Yep, they did it, and it was done so well, and so and like the oh, it was all done so so well. And oh man, it's uh, it's insane to it think. Was it's so it's, funny. Yeah, in oh in oh eight we had you know. <laughs> oh my god, I would I would love I would love to see Iron Man one remade with 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 him as um <laughs> as Rhodes. Yeah, yep. dude, amazing. That would be so good. Oh my god, dude. I mean, I mean, I'll turn off the DVD commentary. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Oh, uh, one thing we—the we, the saddest story for me though—is when Jamie Foxx is on uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, and he and Jamie Foxx were working on a movie where he was in blackface again, and it was supposed to be really fucking funny, but they ended it because RDJ was too scared to do it. I want to see that movie so bad. I do too. Uh, we need a high council watch party of Tropic Thunder. Yeah, we could make that happen. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh my god, dude. <sighs> oh, yeah, fuck, a big dude. watch party and invite a bunch of people. God, man. God. That was a great period of time, but oh my god, fucking Tropic Thunder. Survive. 
Uh, I'm talking scorched earth, motherfucker. <laughs> I will fuck you up. Oh, that's Tom Cruise. <laughs> He's so great. Hey, Albatross uh, has a really interesting super chat, and I kind of agree. He says, I can't take my eyes off Lois's crotch for some reason. <laughs> Sometimes it happens a lot more than you think. <laughs> Are you willing to admit that publicly, too? Uh, not for the record. Me neither. <laughs> Moving on to Dr. Coffinels. What's up, dude? He says, they made the Riddler look like Dr. Blasphemy from Rick Veidt's Brat Pack comic book from 1991, which I highly recommend, by the way. Jesus. Well, I'm going to take a recommendation and take a picture of that right now, Dr. Coffinels. Uh, boom. Also, Dr. Coffinels, please make sure you come to Horror Hound. It'll be... Uh, what the fuck is happening outside? Them <laughs> cats is getting fucked up. Yeah, fuck this neighborhood. Survive. <laughs> I'll try. Two, two hobos trying to bang outside. <laughs> Under the boardwalk. Boardwalk. <laughs> anyway. Hey, who do you guys think the hottest low and lowest lane is? Oh, Terry fucking Hatcher. Yep, yeah, yeah. I was gonna yep. say that. I was gonna say that. Yeah. She I mean, is so fine in general, but in Lois and Clark, god damn, she was fine. Dude, fucking early 2000s, late 90s Terry Hatcher is she might she's a hundred percent a roll tighter. Yep. That what Firmly. the fuck is happening? <laughs> what the fuck? I don't even live on a main street. Who drives like this? <laughs> anyway, back to the sexiness of Lois Lane. Uh, I'm with you on Terry Hatcher. You know, she was really hot though. Who was really hot in the movie Black Christmas with Margot Kidder? I don't consider her like this great beauty, but Black Black Christmas Margot Kidder and kind of Superman one. I'm not saying she's she's better than Kate Bosworth, is what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> yep, I, I get that. a lot. Yes, I, I concur. <laughs> um, I Bob, what a great name. He says, uh, "Am I the only one who thinks Lois looks like an aged up ripoff of the main character from Owl House?" Uh, I have to look up Owl House real quick. So Owl House. Yep. Yep. Wow. Did you guys know that there's a cartoon about the early adventures of Lois Lane? Yes, I did. Of course there is. And it looks really bad. Yeah, it's called Owl House, starring Rachel Maddow Jr. <laughs> Rachel Maddow Jr. I was like, wait a minute, is she really doing the voice? God damn it. Hell, I don't know. It's probably Amy Poehler or somebody. Yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> probably. Yeah, once again, it's something that they, they put a lot of money and, and thought into, not a lot of thought into, and made it. They're like, yeah, people can love this, and nobody gave two shits about it. This is, a, this is the first I'm hearing about it right now. So um, Nobody super famous is in whatever the Owl House is. Okay. I don't think it's for us, and I don't think it's for D2 either. <laughs> Probably not. He is too smart of a child. Yes, he is going to fall for that shit. <laughs> um... Let's see. Uh, AJ Journeyman says, Hi, Jeff. I have an alternate choice for Buffalo Jeff. If I Love You Forever doesn't work out, a poem called Trees by Joyce Kilmer. You can find it online, and Jorel read it in Superman 2. Well, AJ Journeyman, since you're a, a fan and a patron and all that stuff, I'll read that for you. I will definitely put that on Patreon as Buffalo Jeff. Let me take a picture. I might look that up for tomorrow's Patreon uh, recording session. Plus, the Superman 2 connection always makes it cool. But yeah, it'll be... Once I go home, maybe I'll go read it again. I don't know. I gotta, I gotta get some stuff right before I read that as Buffalo Jeff. It's a soul crushing experience. Uh, our friend Jay Hando Four, 
Uh, thank you very much. Uh, he said right before everything just scrolled down. I'm going to keep talking until I find it. Here we are. I found it. Quoth George Carlin. It's all bullshit and it's bad for you. It's like, can we can we like the DC SJW scrape the bottom of the barrel any harder? Uh, they can't. They cannot scrape it any harder because they've gone through the fucking thing. Through the floor, through the sub-basement, crust of the earth. Don't we now believe in a hollow earth or some bullshit with Godzilla and the King of the Monsters down there? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Go see that movie. It's fun. I did watch that movie. It was fun. I didn't love it, but I didn't dislike it either. Oh, well, yeah. good. I, I'll take it as W. W. Yeah. Uh, really, really. You know, eventually it's going to happen. You knew it was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, are you gonna, George are you gonna, Bush are you gonna... doesn't care about black people. <laughs> there you go. I did it for you. Okay, just for you. I now challenge you in a hardcore match. <laughs> there you go. The fucking shoulder shimmy every time. Every time, bro. The yes. shoulder shimmy. Uh, our friend uh, Wolf's Pain says, does Lewis left, sorry, does Lewis's left leg look detached to y'all? Oh, well, now that he's Lewis Lane, um, let me see his, did I keep don't, leg don't, don't joke about that shit because they'll, they'll, they'll gender swap them in a heartbeat. <laughs> it'll be, it'll be, it'll be, it'll be Karen Kent and Lewis Lane. Here, Damn. let's pull the image up again. Is this what we're zooming in on? <laughs> yep. No thanks. Yep. Look at fucking Jimmy. He's so happy right now. He's just happy to be there. He's like, he's I got like, a job at the desk. He's, he's like looking at. He's, he's like, I'm happy to be included. But he's like looking up. He's just. Yeah, not I don't know what he's supposed to be looking at. Yeah, he's not looking. He's a fucking photographer. How's he going to get a good sight? His lens cap is on. Oh. So. Lord. You suck, Jimmy Olsen. The Daily Bugle. Sorry, the Daily Planet's going to have nothing. Harry White's going to be on the Daily Bugle. Yeah, it's, it's going to be fucking. Yeah, there's pictures of her fucking elbow, and and Clark's writing gibberish because he's not even looking at what Lois is looking at. Did you say he's trying to motorboat Lois? I, I, that's a lot more productive than what there's they're doing probably right now. there's probably nothing there to mo motorboat. Okay, look. If it's a new show, show, of course it's not. Boobs are yeah. evil to these people. Yeah, yeah. How are they so? They're so great. They're wonderful. Dion knows. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just laughing at the response. I haven't. This is one of those images that I put up just expecting to like talk about it briefly and move on. But like people really fucking. Yeah, yeah. Just, just like, every, every time I put the picture, shit. every time I put the picture, the, the chat flares up. I'm just like, holy crap. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> we will talk about everything you guys hate and love. Uh, Wolf's Pain, thank you very much. TLJ Screwjob says, over under on Jamal Olsen taking over, sorry, over under on Jamal Olsen talking in Ebonics instead of Jimmy Olsen's 50s golly G slang. <laughs> okay. I, I, I won't say likely, but I say it's above zero. It's above <laughs> zero. Wait, are you sure? Yes. Positive. I mean... <laughs> yeah, brother. So you're telling me there's a chance. Damn it. I fell for that one. I fell for that one. That was oh, good. Yeah. God damn you. That was good. Dumb and Dumber Walked is a right top ten it. favorite movie. I'm sad that it took me this long to get a Dumb and Dumber button. Mm, mm, mm. Got me good. You got got it. I got Wolf Queen meant to served. say, sorry, right leg. <laughs> 
Yeah, she I doesn't. Mean... So, as someone who draws regularly, almost daily, I wouldn't draw this, but it's just poorly designed. Poorly. Yeah, yeah none of this. None of this looks entertaining or appealing at all. It this just is looks... this is a one season show, and they and they and they're treating it as such. Well, it's a one-season show to us, but I'm sure you know they'll get they'll get eight out of it because they'll keep pumping money into it and advertising Listen, and whatever. Animated shows are tough enough to have multiple seasons. With this shit, you know they they, you know if if no one watches it right away, they, they're not watching that shit. They're not going to keep going true. with that. Young Justice got cut after just you know two seasons. That, didn't they cancel that show because too many girls watched it and they didn't sell enough merchandise? Like, wasn't that the official answer they gave? For, for yeah. what? Young yeah, they, Justice yeah, being canceled? Wasn't okay. selling any toys. Yep. That's exactly what it was. And it was it's really, always yeah, these it great shows that get fucking canceled. Avengers, yeah. Earth's Mightiest Heroes. That show was awesome. Yes. Uh, I think... In the pantheon of great Marvel cartoons, that's a top five, maybe top four. I think I'm going to give X-Men the nod, and then the spectacular... No, the spectacular Spider-Man, then X-Men, then Avengers, then the old Spider-Man cartoon. That's my official was, ranking. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. I was very, very, until I finally watched it, um, biased for 90s Spider-Man. I had it in my top three. Spectacular is fantastic. I fucking, I was like, okay, I regret missing out on this, you know, a couple of years ago, but yeah, I, I got, I got to go with spectacular uh, X-Men, uh, 90s Spider-Man, then uh, Avengers, Midas Heroes. Good choices. We should uh, get together and watch some of those. We should, we should absolutely do that. And then, you know, maybe we have a couple just like so- soft throws talking about them. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people uh, miss those shows, Goon Savior. Dude, oh my god. Now, this new Batman show that they're going to pump out from J.J. Abrams and Matt Reeves and oh, other Jesus. people. You guys want to hear about it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I loved the in unison. Eh. So, Matt Reeves, J.J. <laughs> Abrams, and Bruce Timm creating new animated Batman series that will be a reimagining of the Batman mythology. Oh, get fucked. Yep. <laughs> Now, I, I'm not writing this off. I just want to say this preemptively. I fucking hate the ear design of Batman. Yeah, that yeah, that looks like shit. But also you, I've you, always you hated said, the huge ears. Yeah, yeah. Like also you 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 said you you said the worst name, like JJ Abrams. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna fucking mm-hmm. watch it. Him do a cartoon now? No. Well, and then and then he said reimagined. I'm just like, that's a real big red flag. I'm sorry. You're gonna reimagine no. Batman's origin story. Um, Steiner tried doing that. Steiner did, did that bullshit too, and so did Nolan. And it's like we need to not worry about the fucking origin story. Just tell a good one. We all know how he came to be. Like everybody does. So one of these days they're gonna make something that just shits the bed again, and we're gonna be back to 1997 with Batman. So now, in a press release, Warner Media details that the series will be the reimagining of the Batman mythology. Uh, it'll once again reinvent Batman and his iconic rogues gallery with sophisticated storytelling, nuanced characters, and intense action sequences all set in a visually striking world. My my artist brain can't shut off the fact that I hate these ears so much, and this could be the best Batman cartoon, but I'm never going to like it because I hate how he fucking looks. I'm, <laughs> it should be it's the other design. It's so irritating. It hurts. It hurts it, to look at it. I, it's it, so it fucking does. ugly to me. He looks like Satan from Fantasia. Well, that's the thing too. That's the, the always the mark of a of a bad uh, Batman cartoon is when 
uh, animated show is when the ears are too long because it's it's just that one step over too gothic. You're not thinking backs. <laughs> that's the that's that's the where I draw the line is if is the length of the ears. So back to this though. This is where I'm uh, getting a little worried. So they're bringing up the the sacred show. Warner Media is hoping to capture the magic of Batman the Animated Series, but with modern technology, the press release explains. The series will utilize state-of-the-art animation techniques and technologies available. The series was announced by Warner Global Kids, young adult, blah, 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 who cares? Uh, the register made it clear that they want to recapture the magic of Batman the Animated Series. He states, Batman the Animated Series was a masterpiece that shaped the perception of the character for an entire generation of fans. He added that in the spirit that we're bringing together three master storytellers, <laughs> JG, fuck him, Matt and Bruce, I respect the other two, uh, each with their own intuitive understanding and affection for the character to create a new series that will continue in the same groundbreaking legacy. Uh, they continue. It was always fun to feed the insatiable appetite fans have for all things Batman. Batman Cape Crusader will entertain first time in diehard fans alike with such impressive creative teams in place. We know we have another future Batman classic in the making. Do we think they're going to capture the magic of no, Batman the animated series? No, not no. not not not, no. not even one percent no. of it. They're not going to capture anything of it. I, I love I love how they they didn't even say. <clears throat> storytelling they, they said tech tech they put up a bunch of technical stuff it's like oh we're gonna use cg and the most modern stuff to like no i don't fucking care if you draw it on a napkin if the story's compelling i'm gonna watch it okay mm. I, I i don't care what technology you use just make a compelling story that i could that i can you know um that that means something to me like make something fun i, I don't i don't care how you draw it just make it Make it interesting. Make the story good. Make the character compelling. Don't fucking reimagine his goddamn auditory because we all know what it is. Just make it good. If I'm going to be an adult, which I will, I can overlook the shitty ears if the show's awesome. I didn't want to like Batman the Brave and the Bold on principle, but it's so fun. Like, how can anyone hate that show? It's like if Adam West Batman had a cartoon. Like, it's a different iteration of Batman. But... I'm really worried about what they say, trying to capture the magic of Batman the Animated Series. J.J. Abrams is the worst nerd guy. He's like yes. everywhere, but he should be nowhere. Like, yeah. I'm sure you have creative merit on your own properties and on Lost and all this other bullshit that brought you to the table. But consistently, since J.J. Abrams has touched mainstream properties that have history, he has not delivered. Star Trek? Star Wars, you really fucked that up, and I do not trust you at uh, DC Comics. DC bet on the wrong person. I understand that J.J. Abrams' names, J.J. Abrams' name, brings in a lot of people. But here's a paradox: they're putting his name on shit that would bring people in anyway because it's a recognizable brand. So where? Where do you draw the line? Are you just going to do that and say, well, it's guaranteed to be a hit because J.J. Abrams' name is on it, but it's also called Star Wars or Batman. Anyone could make those fucking movies, and they'd all make money. So maybe the guy's yeah, not that big of a deal. You just keep attaching him to sure things, and guess what? He somehow fucks it up. Yeah, your phone agrees. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. It really is. Hmm. Yeah, and I I don't know I don't know why I don't know why he keeps getting this praise for stuff when he keeps losing people money and like not completing his goddamn shows that he was making, like he's he's the worst at endings I swear, <clears throat> he can't finish anything for shit. 
and like he's just a he's just a steven spielberg copycat that's all he is and I, I, I guess he got bullied too much as a kid or whatever, and he, and he finally made it into Hollywood, and he's one of the big big dogs, or whatever. And he's trying to make take it out on all, all the nerds, I guess, who all, all the stuff he used to love, and he's making it in, in his own fashion from some notebook he wrote when he was eight or whatever. Like <laughs> it ain't working. It, it ain't working, bro. I don't care how many swirlies you got. Calm the fuck down. Um, you suck at your job. Just just leave. Hmm. So. Batman, please just don't don't ruin our childhoods this time. It's a great show. You guys know what you have with the legacy of Batman, the animated series. If I was going to see anything from that show, it would just be the master, the remaster they did on HBO. Leave the show as is. I don't trust them anymore. Ask If you would have asked me 10, 15, five years ago, you would have said, Jeff, do you want to see more Batman, the animated series? I'd have said, fuck yes. I would have been, I would have paid to work. I would have like, please let me just clean up a place to work on this show. It'd have been cool. But now, after just our brands, or our big IP characters just keep getting shit on systematically, why should you get excited? How can you get excited is the bigger question. So, thanks, J.J. Abrams. Kiss my ass. Bob Gale. <laughs> sorry, Bob Gable. I keep saying Bob Gale like it's the Bob Gale from Back to the Future. It's wishful thinking, so... Uh, I apologize. But Bob Gable says it's new Coke, but Coca-Cola realized their mistake and brought back classic Coke and made millions. That's their only chance. It is their only chance. Yeah, but this is, yeah, but see what, what's happening now is like they, 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 they pumped like, I guess like $10 billion into new Coke and they want new Coke to be new Coke and they want it to succeed. So they're still going to, they're still going to say it's, they're still going to say it's the best Coke ever, regardless of, you know, the consumers know old Coke is just, you know, way better, but they want us to believe and they believe themselves because they've drank enough of it, that new Coke is going to be the best and that we're horrible, horrible people for not liking new Coke and we're racist and sexist for not liking new Coke. That's how it works for them. And I don't know how, and they're not making any money off new Coke. And I don't know why they keep doing that. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, uh, no clue. Excuse me. Waiting for Nerdrotic, thank you very much, says, Floody gave us helicopter lightsabers. He isn't it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should stop trying to be optimistic. Good point, good point, good point. Yeah, I, I saw that clip, and I, I, remember, I remember seeing that clip, and I was like, no, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't condone that. Honest question for you guys. Not trying to ask as a cynical Star Wars fan, but this is for everyone in the chat. Give me your honest answer. Has there been anything iconic to come from the Disney Star Wars? Be honest with yourselves. I'll wait for your answers. No. No. The the, the first one is a blatant copy of New Hope. And you're after talking, that... You're they, talking legendary in terms of like it will be talked about you know, 20, 25 years from now level shit. So no, I mean no. The, the, there has been the 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 lack at which they cared about it, and the 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 dumb shit they've done, and the way that they've taken the story that is really really simple and been told. You know, like they had three movies to look at before, and somehow they couldn't like continue that story. The fact they messed it up this bad is what they've is is the mark that they've left on Star Wars. And technically, Darth Maul was brought back when it was still under Lucasfilm. That's yeah. It wasn't Disney at that point. So, iconic mistakes, I agree with that. Mostly no's, legendary failures, two ro words, Rose Tico. Uh, family. Yeah. <laughs> family. I'm not yeah, that, yeah, that, 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 yeah, that 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 second movie like broke broke the broke the fandom. I swear, because I'm talking to people who watch that and then they're like, yeah, I'm not gonna watch any more of these movies. I'm just like, holy shit. Yeah, dude. yeah. 
It was really bad. I mean, you know, and the, the defenders on Twitter are just amazing. Where they're just like, yeah, well, you have to think about. It. Like, no, we're talking about the success of the movie. Not talking about their yeah. intention. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, and that, that, that's one. That's one thing I fucking hate. People are like, oh, people are like, oh, you you see for what it could have been. It's like, no, fuck you and that fucking dumb argument. I'm not going to see what, for for what it could have been. I'm seeing for what it was and what we got. It right. was shit. The story didn't make sense. So they they screwed up. And the 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 third one was just like the the dumpster fire to end all dumpster fires. It was bad. Let's move on. Yeah. So up next, we had a message from our friend Adam Walford who says, so I'm late and you guys are on time. If I'm early and you guys are late, Hollywood can't really write a real scary smart villain or hero because they are <laughs> not that smart. <laughs> we, we know this. Um, sorry, there's something going on outside that keeps throwing me off. I'm, I apologize. Um, it's like some lady screaming. You know what? You know what? When, when next week's show is silent, it's going to throw you off because it's silent. <laughs> there's nothing going on. And then I will finally get conditioned back to the way things used to be. <laughs> I hope so, man. I really do. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Every Thursday, I'm going into the office. I'm closing the door. Welcome to world-class bullshitters. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> God, it's going to be so great. I love the era of the show. The <clears throat> One day, I'll call this place what it's actually called, the specific era. But for this, we'll just call it the the first resident era the first resident. this uh this was a was a nice stretch of show but i'm not gonna miss it <laughs> don't can't say i blame you yeah uh, 007 cloud says how much berserk have you seen slash read besides the one what the fuck part nice that someone got you the leather bound versions it is nice wink wink jesse and i watched something really fucked up maybe it was the 2016 one but we watched She's on the stream, but I've mentioned that one before that I went back and showed her shit when we were not sober. I won't say exactly what we were doing, but not too deep. Um, inappropriate. Uh, I'm not going to act like I've read everything or watched everything yet. I've just been busy uh, <laughs> straight up, but you know, I do have a nice flight planned to go visit my mom, so I'll take some books. Uh, TLJ Screwjob says, Jeff, oh, you said inkers. Darn internet problem. Uh, inkers are the most one of the most important parts of the uh, comic book process. Uh, Dean Domino says, "R.I.P. Kentaro uh, Mira, author slash artist of Berserk, a true legend. Fun fact: He stated that his favorite film was A New Hope, fourth story arc of Berserk, known as Millennium Falcon arc. Femto and guts armor equals Vader. Hmm, let's look that up real quick. Femto Berserk, boom." I think one day we're going to get a... Oh, I tried to get us a sponsorship deal today. Really? Oh, I'll, I'll tell you with who later. It's, it could happen if I really wanted to push it. It's, <laughs> it. I just don't... It's not like a big name or a big get. I just don't want to like make an announcement and have people think we're doing it yet. Gotcha. <laughs> just pop gotcha. up into my brain. Gotcha. I'll message you guys. Uh, this guy looks creepy as... F Wait. Maybe this is the one I've seen. Is this... This guy's weird as shit. Uh... <laughs> Is this the thing with the arm that it ate? Anyway, I don't know. This is fucking weird. I like this type of shit. If I if I knew how to create it, I would. But my brain looks at it and goes, I'm not that damaged. So <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's a good thing. Uh, I can hope. 
Breadman Productions, thank you very much. He asks, random question. What makes a film a 10 out of 10, 8 out of 10, etc. in your guys' books? Also, Buffalo Jeff should sing Hide and Seek by Liz Robinette to, or sorry, Liz Robinette to Dion. <laughs> Maybe Dion, I might sing you a song later. My voice is a little no, dry. You you I should drink you some more liquid. You don't have to. <laughs> Uh, to answer your question, though, Breadman Productions, for me, a 10 out of 10 has to be a film. We'll use Back to the Future. Wouldn't change a single frame of it. Love everything. Yeah, like 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 Ghostbusters as well, I think, is, is, mm-hmm. is, is the same vein. It's like a 10 out of 10 because, like, um, I, I I got the I, I got the five disc thing of you know a couple years ago, and and it had the deleted scenes, like every one of them, and though they're wonderful scenes to watch, like the wonderful things to <clears throat> have in the background. But if you re- if you replace any frame of that movie with any of those deleted scenes, you the cohesion of it and everything that the the pacing of it is messed up immediately. Like it's just perfect on all fronts, you know. Like that's the thing. I'm with you about Ghostbusters being a perfect ten. See, I Star Wars is there's a version of Star Wars that's a ten out of ten, but like the McClunky version isn't a ten out of ten anymore. <laughs> The Jabba scene isn't a 10 out of 10 anymore. Like, there's a time where Star Wars is a 10 out of 10 movie for me, but because of whatever, you know. But to answer your question about distinction, for me, a 10 out of 10 has got to be perfect. An 8 out of 10 is like, God damn, that was really good. An 8 out of 10 movie for me is like, I thought Baby Driver was that awesome when I first saw it. Yeah, yeah. I think I would actually put Shaun of the Dead as an 8 out of 10 movie as well. Yeah, the, the, yep. the, the Ed, Edgar yep. Wright stuff is, de- is definitely up there because he knows he knows how to he knows how, he knows what he's doing really well, and he like kind of like edits to music and stuff like that, so that helps out a lot too. Dude, um, I'll tell you though, Hot Fuzz is a ten for me. Ooh, yeah, Hot, Hot Fuzz, Fuzz. Is, Hot Fuzz is definitely an eight. Or, I, I, ooh, I'd say a nine. It's, ugh, it's definitely a nine. Yeah, it's it, it it's up there. It's up there for sure. How about um? Well, I mean, dude, I, I, I guess we consider Die Hard a ten out of ten then. Um, because that hits on all all cylinders, I guess. Uh-huh. Yeah, that and Beverly Hills right. Cop. My, I guess my top ten favorite movies. I would just give tens to like they're perfect for me. Yeah. Uh, Wild Katarn, I could make that happen. Yeah, yeah. Well, well yeah. Once we, yeah, well, once we get to like you know like six out of ten, we get really like heavily, heavily crucial into what makes it up uh, up in those brackets. Because I mean, it's got to be like like we've been talking about damn perfect. You know, it's got to be really up there. And I'm pretty generous with my ratings. Like, I think I gave what? The Force Awakens a four out of ten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Last Jedi a two. Yeah. Like I legitimately consider that movie a two out of ten. Not not for funny or not for comedy, not for anything here on YouTube. I just think it's that bad. And then there are movies like a Wayne's World 2, where most people are like that's not that good. But I'd say, like, yeah, Wayne's World 2 is like a six out of ten. You know, it's 60% yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So yeah, I guess I, I'm a little nicer than usual people well yeah you know when it comes to objectivity you know i, I ever wrote i give below a five because you know 50 percent is not a passing grade so yeah yeah exactly exactly you know my my, my threshold is if it has a beginning a middle and an end j- just having those things you know you get a six you know so that's, you get a d <laughs> you know what i'm saying but like you know seven is 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 really good i mean that guy beginning middle and is really good Eight is like, damn, that movie's damn, that movie's good. You know, nine is like, that's a near perfect movie, and ten is a completely perfect movie. You love everything about it. 
you know, you love the story. It's a ten, it's hard to get a ten out of ten. Yeah, yeah, a ten out of ten is a movie you can watch every day forever and never be bored of it. Like you really exactly. can't. Like a Die Hard. You know? Yeah. Like a Beverly Hills Cop. Mm-hmm. Like a like a Star Wars. Like an Empire. Ooh. Um, I'm trying to think of other movies that are. For as that much as I love it and sing its praises, I don't know if Spider-Man Two is a movie I could watch as much as other movies I love. Like for yeah, most superhero movies don't have that rewatchability for me. I love them. I watch them a bunch, but I could put on my ten favorite movies and then put them back on again in the same order and never get tired because I just yeah, love yeah, those ten yeah. movies. And and I don't. No superhero movie lives on that list. Well, yes. Avengers is up there for me. Like that's one of the few. You know, Avengers is up there where I could watch it over and over and over again. You know, but other than that, you know the, you know the, Spider Man one and two are you know, are definitely eight point eight and a half nines for me. Like they're really really good. But yeah, I couldn't watch them over and over and over again. Maybe 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 Blade two for me I could watch over and over again because that one's really I interesting. Yeah. Blade Two is easily an eight. Like if I fucking love yeah, Blade, yeah, yeah. I think Blade it's Two, one of the best superhero. Yeah, like one, one and two probably, but two over one because of just the way it's you know it's made. Um, let's see superhero stuff. That's Anna's favorite movie too. <laughs> what? Goodfellas. Okay. Oh, but yeah. I remember we were talking about that. Yeah, she really loves Goodfellas. <laughs> She's gonna help us move, I think, and so I'm just gonna give her a copy of Goodfellas as a thank you gift. <laughs> Great movie. Oh, God. Um, I don't know. I recently watched Dick Trace again, and I really do love that movie. I really, really love that. It's it, it's up there. I'd give it like a seven, seven and a half for sure. Dick Trace is awesome. The fact that yeah. it has Al Pacino in it and Madonna, and she's not terrible, that's a quality <laughs> marker. You can make someone that's a terrible actor, actress look good. And plus, and, 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 and plus the whole color palette thing they picked for that movie was ridiculous. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh god! It, and like I, th- I think I, th- I think the, they picked these colors and, the, and like the the, the stipulation was like you it it can't be shades of these colors. It's just got to be these colors. I'm just like that's insane. Oh man! Oh, somebody put Beetlejuice. Thank you, Beetlejuice. Ooh, would Beetle, make no, that Beetlejuice. That's up there. Oh my god, Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. yeah. That's that's that that's a good one. Beetlejuice is probably the weirdest in quotations movie on my list. Because it's, it's Tim Burton, you know. So. Yeah. Well, I was I was thinking about this the other day when we were watching Hot Fuzz, how my top 10 is not what a film major or a, a real critic would want, but well, know, I look see, at my list see. and it's like I love these movies. They're yeah, fun. But, They're good yeah, movies. but see, like that's the thing is like those like I fucking hate those critics, like those pretentious like snooty bastards. I fucking hate those people. Like you like they're, they're the ones who will watch a French art movie and be like this is the best thing ever. And it's like go fuck yourselves. That was boring as shit that didn't mean anything to me. I fucking hate those people. God, I hate them. Well, those kind of critics I are very inaccessible because you sit there and yes, you're watching a human talk about film, but they're not speaking your language. I understand you can have uh, deep discussions about film, intellectual discussions about art. Those things are very important. But I don't think just because your choice in film isn't to their standard doesn't mean it isn't uh, subject to the same academic critique. I think uh, this channel, as well as YouTube in general, has proven that you can take a film like Raiders of the Lost Ark, you can break it into... some. uh, We did this in college, actually. Raiders of the Lost Ark was treated as an academic film back then. Yes, I'm that old that 2014 was back then to me. But (laughs) the point is, like, 
it's I think life is so much more fun when you can be honest with your opinions. You don't have to go, oh, oh, I'm gonna be hanging out with my art friends, so I better brush up on my Kurosawa or some shit. Yeah, like, and, you know put on, and, and, and put on your beret and bring your bongos. It's like, look, I wanted to sit down and watch a John Carpenter movie. Oh, I'm so sorry I didn't watch something deep. I decided to watch Assault on Precinct 13 or something. That's a really good movie. That's a good one. That's a good one. I I think life is so much better when you're just watching what you enjoy and you're not trying to... Music, comics, anything you're into, like, consume what you like. Trying to play the most popular game or whatever, be a part of the trend. It's cool if that's your thing, but like what you're doing, you know? People say Call of Duty shit. I have fun playing it. Yes, mindless oh, fun, dude. but it's fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Call of Duty. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's the most compelling fucking story in that, but it doesn't have to be. It's fun. You get to shoot your friends in the face. Like, come on, dude. Pretentious video game talk is the most bullshit oh, form of journalism ever. Bullshit. Because you can have you know intellectual discussions about Shigeru Miyamoto and the contributions and this and that and what games mean as an art form and all that. But at the end of the day, games should be fun. Last of yes. Us Two is like forty-five minute long cutscenes and some gameplay. In oh my god, that's horrible! I don't like the direction of gaming. The direction of gaming I want is, even though Nintendo is not my favorite company out there, I like when I buy an, an, a Nintendo game. I go, well, it's going to be complete. It's not going to need a patch, and I'm going to have a good time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's what I need right now. I think people are just looking for. Let me rephrase it. Technology has helped us reach the point where we make bigger and longer games and bigger and longer movies and everything, but they become too cumbersome to consume. Yeah, if you like, can strike a balance right now, you're going to be a huge winner. Yeah, like the, the, the games I love are like Until Dawn and those horror ones I've been playing. Like I love those. Those are a a human story on a game level, and you get to you solve the controls and everything, and you can do you have decisions you can make, and those affect you know the outcome of the whole thing. I love those the games from that company. I've played three of them so far, and they're my and they're my favorites because uh, even what was it? Um, what was it? There, there was one called like Detroit, Detroit, whatever that about about robots oh, or something. Human. Yeah, I I I played that after everybody after after the hype died down like a year afterwards. I played that like four times in a row. I fucking love that game. It is so much fun. Damn. Yeah, like like I've I've gotten into those games, and I didn't think I would ever get into them. Like things like that, I fucking love, and I will play them. I'll play them constantly over and over again to get the achievements and find all the little uh, different different ways that you know the outcome happens. Like what are the you know like what if I do this? Like what happens there? And like I love that shit. I I, I find that fascinating, and I find it an endless you know, supply of fun for me. I I miss. When was the last time you got to get lost, or you allowed yourself to get lost in a game? We've been um, so we've all been so busy for so many years. I miss that. Yeah, man. I mean, probably PS4 Spider Man. I got so into that game. Red Dead Redemption Two. I think is probably. Yeah, I think I think I think Red Red Dead when I played it uh, in twenty nineteen, I got I got lost in it because I just played it for hours one day. I was like just buying and shooting people, <laughs> getting doing stage coaches and trading them in for money and trying not to get caught. Yeah, man, I remember that. That was that was a good time. All right, so thank you, Traffic. Uh, Breadman Productions, thank you very much. Uh, TLJ Screwjob says, yeah, I mentioned Gary last week in Confused Things. I'm sorry, Jerry. Jerry, who made Power Girl with Boob Window, is getting mad at Manga Girls, SJWBS. Okay, <laughs> that's what we're talking about. So, yes, Jerry Conway, the hypocrisy of the man who creates Power Girl, wants to talk about busty whatever. <sighs> I take it personally that there's a war on boobs. Boobs are good. Leave them be. They're, they give life. 
why be ashamed of them? Yeah, exactly. It's just weird. It's you know, it's it's this weird way to try retroactive. Like, yeah, we we care about. It's like, no, you don't. Like, it's it's just weird. It's just such a weird thing to be a part of. <laughs> oh God! It sounds it sounds like those 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 tiny skinny pixie girls are are, are getting mad because they, they never their their boobs never grew in. That's what it sounds like. They're just angry and they're yelling at they're yelling at the internet. That's what it sounds like. Well, I guess that is power now. You can yell on Twitter and the world will fall apart. Yeah, if if like three people if three people if three people do it enough and their hashtag kind of gets up to the top, it seems like it's news all of a sudden. It's like, oh okay, they're angry about this today. Awesome. Yeah. So I don't I, I oh my size are hurt. That was a crash. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I don't really like I don't need everything to be like Bud Root art, but I also don't like how like we've reached the point where J. Scott Campbell's artwork is too sexy. That was the thing that bothered me more than anything about the entire uh, redraw was the fact that society has allowed, there's a big portion of society that thinks that's too lascivious. This is scary that we're pulling it back that much. Free expression in art is going away because you can't <laughs> offend somebody. Well, listen, Karen, just shut the fuck up and don't <laughs> don't worry about it. Right. If you don't read it anyway, you'll be all right. Yeah, this the was like, beyond these people were never going to read it in the first place. They were going to exactly. bitch about it and then go on. Dude, I, I remember I remember hearing about this stuff when I was a kid, where people would bitch about certain certain like movies and TV shows about being too violent. It's like you have you have like a, a remote for a reason. Change the fucking channel and quit bitching. You know, yeah. go 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 watch go watch Oprah and be happy. Like just there's a friends reunion coming. Watch that. Oh watch my that. god. Oh god. I know I know so many, so many females are gonna watch that. Holy shit. Oh, Dion, I have tempted or played with the thought of doing a friends button every week. <laughs> you don't have to do that, buddy. I no no no. Don't worry, Jeff. I won't because I hate that show as much as you. Yes, Jeff, please don't. Please don't. I wasn't gonna. Okay, Why are you thank you. Like Why are you saying I, like that, motherfucker? Because he can't say it like God this. It. <laughs> you asked for it, damn it. <laughs> Sorry, uh, Dion. Uh. <laughs> Luckily, I was looking away. Oh, okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> See what happens. Oh, oh, Natty Neidhart. Darian217. Her and her sister post some weird shit together. What the fuck is going on? That's all I'm going to say about Natty Neidhart and Jenny Neidhart. That's some weird shit. Dion, have you seen them? They're, it's, not, it's on YouTube. This isn't anything weird, but they wrestle each other on YouTube? No, I haven't seen them. What the fuck? They like, it's weird. They wrestle in nightgown, like in, they were in like dress gowns, like uh, gowns to go out and have dinner and like wrestling in their bathroom. It's like really bizarre. And they have all these videos like this together. People, it's like, what are you trying to sell your audience? Right. I don't, this yeah, is I don't kind know of, you know. <laughs> yes, 007 Cloud. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. Let's, uh, let's see. Oh, God. Um, you guys ready for the anal deluge? Oh, shit. Jesus. Wow, that was a terrible joke. <laughs> you get this button now. Oh. 
<sighs> Guess what, motherfucker? Joe Exotic, we love That's you. Just for you. Every time I press something mean, I feel bad because it's like Dion knows there's horse buttons and Buffalo Jeff buttons and all this other shit. Like he's already on edge. Make his life easier. <laughs> and then the audience tells me not to, so I do. Anyway, you guys ready for the anal deluge? Uh-huh. Let's do it. All right, let's do the anal deluge. First off from Primer, he says Star Trek Deep Space Anal. All right. Uh, Doug Keller says In Living Anal. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, I can just imagine the theme song. Do what you want to do in living anal. <laughs> <laughs> ah, God damn it. I really wish Kendo was here, but fuck now. Nah, wait for the button. It's it's kind of related to In Living Color, but fuck it. Um, oh, God, you found it? Uh, no, I didn't find. I got a button related to in living. Okay, color. okay. Bean James Baker says anal nine zero two one. Oh, lol. <laughs> Doug Keller says the anal of us part duh. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Runeman says full metal anal. Yep. Cesario Japan says the fast in the anal. I guess fast anal is good. I don't know. Takes a while. Never mind. Uh, the Buzz JJC says, Hasn't Felony been saying a bunch of cringy anti white stuff lately? I don't know. I have not heard that. If he has been, I'm disappointed because I don't like that sentiment. People shouldn't be shit on because of the color of their skin. I don't know how and why that is so hard to comprehend. Children understood that 30 years ago. We did. We still understand it today. What happened? I hate this. I get, I'm not. Who am I getting offended on the behalf of? Nobody. I just think it's stupid that humanity is still like this. We have phones that listen to you and talk and do all this other bullshit. We can't get over shit that we already got over. Fuck that. Anyway, I'm sorry. Doug Keller says, Dr. Strangel, for how to stop worrying and love anal. Uh, <laughs> that's a good one. It's a classic. You can't fight here. This is the anal room. Primer <laughs> says, anal king, puckering, prolapse, and psychopathy. Oh, that wow, that was, um, yeah, that one went pretty far. I feel like that stars Dak Shepard. <laughs> Chris Bell's the villain. He's the luckiest dude in the world. Dude, I'm just glad that we finally got past the whole him and Chris and Bell doing shit together. Like, I get it. They're married. We're not that into Dak Shepard and Chris and Bell. Huh. No, we never were. Exactly. No. No, because, I mean, you know, clearly she married down and he married up, you know, so... Gotta do what you gotta do and live yeah. in color. <laughs> Zach Z says Rocco's anal life. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's a one. There's another one though. Ah, real anal. Oh my god. <laughs> old 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 nineties Nickelodeon cartoon. Yeah. I mean anal rats just doesn't have the same ring to it. No, it yeah, doesn't. It's a different sensation. <laughs> Richard Gear would know. Uh, Doug Keller says, yeah. Rocky... <laughs> "Maybe Richard Gere is a part of the Rocky Horror Anal Show." <laughs> yeah. that, that one comes from Doug Keller. Uh, one. Doug Keller also sends in anal and confused and anal darkly. <laughs> Somebody remember to scanner darkly. Holy shit, that's that, that's amazing. That's, that's a good movie. It is. it is. We rented that. No, we didn't rent that. We. We pirated that in college. That was a fun movie. Yeah, we did. The worst one is Southland Tales. I'm a pimp and pimps don't kill listen, themselves. Listen, I love the experience of watching that movie, but goddamn, do I hate that movie. Yeah, Sacrifice I'm mad that we watched it. 
I'm glad we were drunk. If I wouldn't have been able to watch that shit sober. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, Wolf's Pain says Star Trek Deep Space Anal. So nice yeah. to say it again. But you know, is that the one with Seven of Nine? Yes, it is. Yeah, it is. And that name fits. <laughs> you know, should have been well, six of nine. That's cool. She should be six of nine, but she's a robot, so it'll still fit, right? Yeah. She was also in Dracula 2000. Uh, yeah, she was. She's What's also Jerry Ryan up to these days. She, she, she's also in um, the new Star Trek show. Of course she is. Yeah. Oh, she's back? Yeah. Yeah. We're seeing some commercials with her and some news about her being in the in the Picard show. Oh, okay. Uh, Alec Campbell says uh, DS9 didn't have seven of nine, and then Roger told us she's on Voyager. Okay. Oh, that's what it is. Okay, yeah. I always get those confused. Deep Space Nine had Cisco. Uh, we showed our hands. <laughs> we only know so much about Star Trek. Actually, Dion knows way more. He's just eating. So I'm not eating now. I ate earlier, but I, oh, I okay. thought he was talking about Voyager. Oh, um, that's Nick Snaker over there. <laughs> okay. Believe me, I'm gonna be uh, snacking on dinner soon. Doug Keller says, "Resident anal, god of anal, anal runner." Yeah, god of anal, lord of anal. That anal two thousand. I feel like god of anal with Kratos would still make money. Yeah, I, it I would. Think so too. Yeah, that'd be some of those deleted scenes with the. Uh, with the sirens <laughs> and, and Axel Braun Productions. Yes, we should see if we can just get him on the show. <laughs> I'm sure we could. I'm sure we could. I would interview people in the porn industry. Fuck it. Yeah, it would. It, yeah, it would. It would. It would all go on Patreon. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. Never on YouTube. No. Never. Never. <laughs> um, just, Zach Z says, "Testicles of the Caribbean at anal's end." Um. <laughs> Doug Keller says, "My dark, beautiful. Sorry, my beautiful, dark, twisted anal." <laughs> okay, Kanye's newest album. Yeah. Primer says, "Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Anal Rings." <laughs> oh is that the sequel to Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Cock Rings? Not I as good not. as the original. That's a that's a, that's a lot of that's a lot of jewelry down there. It's a lot of jewelry. You are never gonna go soft again. <laughs> <laughs> and you might get tetanus. Um. <laughs> You'll probably regret it and just kill yourself midway through. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Somebody's going to staff infection. Uh, Bear Business One says, what about Mr. Ed episode with Buffalo Jack Dub? Uh, we can do a Buffalo Jeff, Mr. Ed. Wilmer. Oh, Wilmer. Oh. That sounds weird as shit. Though. Yeah, it does. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Buffalo Jeff is enjoying himself a little too much. Uh, um, <laughs> Wilson, the unauthorized biography of Tom Hanks says, "Sand people always ride in single fire to hide their anal. Single file to hide their <laughs> anal. Only Imperial stormtroopers are so precise. Can you say only they're so anal?" Hmm. Hmm. <sighs> Adam Wofford, thank you very much. He says, "In the dark grim of the forty-first millennium." There is only war and suffering, and Dion Green is still alive to give 1.4 billion people those hand jobs he put on the back burner. Oh, excuse me, Russell, but I believe I requested the hand job. There you go, Dion. <laughs> I, I don't know about this one, guys. Well, 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 well here, here are your choices: either either hand jobs or Buffalo Jeff. So, Buffalo Jeff speaks in your ear for the rest of your life. How about a third option, Dion? No, no, no bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Better? Better. 
Thank you, Adam Walford, for everything. Uh, he says, The Long Anal, Good Night with Gina Davis. Ooh, Dion. I love that movie. What about, uh, not, would you watch it, it, the Gina Davis, Samuel L. Jackson anal picture? I would watch that too, yes. Is that yeah, I think, I, th- I, think, I think Long Kiss Goodnight is on uh, Tubi right now. What isn't on Tubi? That's, uh, that's for damn sure. With this TV, it always is like, hey, you can watch this movie, and it's on Tubi, and I'm like, I didn't download Tubi. This TV just downloads all the apps automatically. So. <laughs> yeah, that, no, Tubi's definitely one of those auto apps. Auto-erotic asphyxiation apps? Whoa. Whoa. Dave Kearney, is that you? <laughs> Starring David Carradine. <laughs> What the fuck is he doing in the afterlife? Hope he's doing well. We know exactly what he's doing in the afterlife. He's got a belt. He's got some candles. He's got some Marvin Gaye playing. Mm, Wait, what kind of candles are those? What kind of candles are those? (laughs) Not goop. Tell you that. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) So, Jello Man Steve says, "Well, it's official. Buffalo Jeff gave me a grown thirty-four-year-old man a nightmare after listening to WCBS the other week. This is not a lie. That voice is powerful." (laughs) <laughs> Thank you, Joe Dream of dream of me tonight. Dream of me forever. It'll be your last dream of Buffalo and Jeff approves. <laughs> That's impressive. That's really damn impressive. Thank you. Darian two and seven says Dragon Anal Z <laughs> and pre Gundam Sailor Anal. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> now, Dion, you're not the world's biggest anime fan, but if all anime featured anal, would you watch it? Goddamn right, I would. <laughs> it's <an> experiment. <laughs> Learning experience. Uh, uh, people are saying the voice can uh, replace waterboarding. <laughs> I mean, oh wow! <laughs> Jeez. If, well, folks, if you, if you if you really want to hear more, you know, get on our Patreon. Buffalo Jeff lives in the hearts and minds. You know, what? I'm going to take a picture of Jello Man Steve's super chat so I can remember that one. That's fucking cool. <laughs> I should start this Buffalo Jeff ASMR channel. Keep a lot of it over there, and there'll probably be like this weird erotic cult around this voice I make. <laughs> that would be fucking hilarious if that ended up happening. Hey, man, if they, you know what, if they're if they're willing if they're willing to pay money for it, it's all good. <laughs> I become like this low key billionaire because people are turned on by the Buffalo Jeff voice. They're like, I'm just a dude who wears shorts all the time, but Buffalo Jeff is the man of your dreams. Well, then you you need to take I don't know you need to make you need to you know give give Buffalo Jeff an identity, a, a real identity like make him like use a mask you're gonna get or do something with it and you know yeah man figure it out. I'll just make a goodbye horses button. <laughs> That's okay. okay. Yeah. Now, Adam Wofford, thank you very much. He has a a rational answer for this Riddler talk. So, I think they're pulling from the Arkham Knight Riddler, where he was just like the Saw character in the game. He was good, but in live action movie, I don't think it would work. Uh, what do you think, Dion? You played Arkham Knight. I played Arkham Knight. Yes. I, yeah. I mean, I, it, it, that's a very specific style that would that's needed in. in I mean, it, the, from that scenario, it could be pretty interesting to see it happen. But yeah, it's it's it, you got you need so many things in place, and you know, stuff now just doesn't have what it takes. Yeah, those games are really good, 
but I don't like the design and I don't like the changes they make. What works for a video game, Adam, like you say, doesn't necessarily right. work in a film and vice versa. So exactly. Folks, at the end of the day, I want to be proven wrong. I want this movie to be awesome and I want us to go, oh shit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, if we're proven wrong, we'll, we'll say we were, you know. Mm, this Marcellus Wallace yeah. look like a bitch. What ain't no country I ever heard of? Do they speak English and what? It's a whole different scene. Whole different scene. Why was that one so intense? Say what God again? It helps that I'm a little congested and mildly have a dry throat. So the Buffalo Jeff voice is really easy like this. <laughs> if, it makes you, if it makes you happy, Dion, when I'm the most uncomfortable is when it's the easiest to do the Buffalo Jeff voice. <laughs> I doesn't make me happy at all. Jules, Jules just tells Vincent to leave the room. It's like I got this. <laughs> uh, Adam Walford says, "Hey Nick, check Twitter from Weapon Nine Nine O One. It's me." All right, let's see what we got. Wolf's Pain O One says, "See Jimmy Olsen's become a black man. Aha! Another ginger stolen by the white man. Conspiracy, brother." <laughs> Eddie Bravo would say, "Look into it." I've never been one to shit on the ginger erasure because I see it, but another one bit the dust. So, sorry. Yeah. Primer says, Disney loves to suck Winnie the Pooh's honey dick. Christopher Robin. I don't like Winnie the Pooh. Even as a kid, I was never a huge Winnie the Pooh fan. I was was a big Winnie the Pooh Pooh fan when I was a kid, but I just don't know. Obviously, I don't care for it now. The path of the sexy man is beset on all sides by the inequities of the flesh and the tyranny of shy skin. And all who will hose down upon me with great vengeance and furious anger those attempt to steal and skin my lovers. My name is Buffalo Joe when I lay my schlong upon thee. Did somebody write that for you? Yeah, those were super chats from Runs with that was actually really that was actually really fucking good. Yeah, that, that like you know they they took that speech and made it like fucking Hellraiser style. I was like, no, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, runs with phantoms. You rock, dude. Thank you. That was very, yeah. That was that much. was really that was like really well written. I was like I was I was wondering. I was like this sounds familiar. I was like oh okay. Add a little add a little, little bit of Buffalo Jeff to it. And it yeah, it's yeah. It sounds it sounds good, man. <laughs> uh, shout out to our buddy Salvador from Two Cent Toys. You rock, dude. Yeah. Um, uh, Super Smash Brothers candidates. I'll send you guys what he sent me in a minute. It says Owl House and Amphibia are SJW cartoons from Disney, where all the female characters are lesbians. Yes, they are cartoons for kids. Wow. Hmm. I think I think Dion's falling asleep again. Hmm. No, I'm not. Okay. I I I heard what was snoring for a second. I was like, <laughs> I got worried. I got worried. It wasn't me. Okay. All right, Shaggy. <laughs> TLJ Screwjob says they cancel it if no one watches. EFAP as and others are watching under 400k viewer Batwoman would disagree. Yeah, dude. Ba- yeah, the, the Batwoman's got approved for like a third season as well, and like they're still going. But that's also CW, and I don't know how they do their stuff because that happens for a lot of their shows that really suck. They'll go on and on and on. I, th- I think they need 100 episodes for like <clears throat> for syndication and for Netflix. I think that's what happens. And w- once once I hit it, then then they'll then they'll stop. But that's that's just a theory I have. I don't know if that's true or not. Oh, we also uh, let's see. 
Uh, yeah, I just I'm not going to watch the propaganda cartoons. But uh, sorry, the other super chat I was on. Sorry, TLJ Screwjob about under 400,000 viewers. It's a principal thing. They're going to keep it around and they're going to move it to streaming. Then they're going to tell us that's where it made all of its money. And we're going to know how full of shit they truly were. Oh, 100%. Not, not going to be hard to decipher. Adam Wofford is a very nice message. He says, you guys are the iconic and fandom. Thank you, Adam Wofford. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for everything. We appreciate uh, everybody out there. Folks, thank you for uh, joining us tonight. We've had a pretty awesome show so far. We have some more <laughs> uh, left in the uh, hopper. So continue <clears throat> to watch. Uh, Tyler Perry Oscar winner says, Dream Stream, WCBS, Quarter Black Garrett, Andy Signore, and the Angry Video Game Nerd. Ooh, oh, that'd be... Yes. That would be that. Yeah, that'd be awesome. And, I respect and, and, all those dudes. Let's make it happen. Yeah, one of these weeks we'll have to make a special stream, guys, and we'll stream with Andy. That Dion, that always blows me away. You and I used to text each other all the time about fucking movie fights, and now we can stream with the dude and hang out with him. <laughs> You're asleep. He is. Again. Dion. Dion, are you there, buddy? The secret agent. Yeah, double O slice. <laughs> so uh, Dion, oh, we'll let him Dion, rest for a minute. Are you there? We're like Matt, Nick. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I do. <laughs> ha ha ha! <laughs> it was yeah. It was me the whole time. <laughs> really? It was you? Who's that Pokemon? Yeah, <laughs> every time. Uh, that that'll wake you up. Uh, so we also have uh, our buddy Doug Keller who says, "Dion, what would you rate the last Boy Scout?" Uh, Dion. Okay, he's asleep again. So, oh my god, uh, Doug, I'll his, just... his, his his ability to sleep like on a moment's notice is is is, is incredible. Second only to my mom, who once fell asleep at a La Rose's. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's a pizza place. So, uh, hello, Shapanke. We also have our friend, uh, Doug. Actually, Doug, let me answer your question for you. I would rate The Last Boy Scout about a solid 7.5 out of 10. It is a fun movie. Damon Wayans was solid. And Bruce Willis is great. You don't get movies like that anymore. The Shane Black style, or it's just a Shane Black film. But I miss action films like that. That's why I loved The Nice Guys so much. That weird, irreverent buddy. Yeah, buddy yeah, yeah. It, it 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 was it was like it was like an, it was definitely a noir story without being like you know having that kind of uh, that film effect on it for sure. But no, I did. Yeah, that that movie is really. I watched it recently for the first time, and it was actually really good. Doug Keller says a few dollars more. Ten out of ten. Better than good, bad, and ugly. Doug, I don't know if we've ever discussed this, but I agree with you. I preferred the second one because I liked Lee Van Cleef's character as the hero because he was the bad guy and he did bad and the ugly. So I like that actor. He's, I think he's in a Twilight Zone as well. He's got an interesting face. Xenomorph Skull 179 says, Anal Snake Moan. Sounds like a very good time. He said, and then Xenomorph Skull Hunter again, thank you very much. He says, I had to misspell it on purpose because it wouldn't let me send it as is. LOL. Yeah, you just fun like that. They are. Uh, Adam Wofford says, naked and afraid, anal die. Sorry, <laughs> naked and afraid, anal. Die hard with anal vengeance. Fist full of anal. 
fear and loathing in anal Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> Freddy's final anal nightmare. <laughs> Not with that glove. <laughs> That's Freddy Krueger's job in hell. He's a proctologist. Oh my god. God damn, dude. That's the future I wish for uh, Hitler in hell. Freddy Krueger is giving him a proctology exam. There you go. <laughs> yeah, he's uh he's giving it to him good. Uh, 007 Cloud says, uh, what armor were you told to look up? Oh, should I just close it? It was the one that looked like a bird. Um, the one that's supposed to look like Darth Vader, right? Morrigan. Berserk, what was the character's name? Um, looked like a bird. It had like a blackish purple armor, had like a beak helmet and wings or a cape. Uh, that was the character I just looked up. Uh, let's see. Berserk characters. I said it was based on Darth Vader, and I looked that up, and I here it is right here. Um, this guy, this creepy one, right fucking here. I wonder what this guy's, the Kentaro Mura's thought process was, because this is his work, and there's a lot going on there, especially on the right hand side of this image. See this, Nick? Isn't that kind of weird? Yeah, dude, that's that, that's damn weird. Yeah, it's one of those uh, femto. That's what it was. Yeah, thank you, Paulo Rivero. It always throws me off uh, when I see Paulo's name because there's a comic book artist named Paulo Rivera, so it's a different name, obviously, different person. But every time I see it, I'm like, wait, is that? No, wait, sorry. So, But thank you. Uh, I think by Vader armor, he means the Berserk armor. Oh, okay. That one. Okay, sorry. I was like, I was getting H.R. Giger from Femto because... There's that weird sexual otherworldly un I won't say uncanny valley because that's not the right word, but I don't know how to describe it. You just look at something and you can't you can't reconcile how it makes you feel at times. That's why I've been able to remember what I saw vividly from it, because it was unlike anything else. And it's fascinating that people create this and that there are parts of the world where this is popular. I don't yeah. think there's anything wrong with that. It's just beyond the fact that it is such a bizarre property, is the just how popular it is. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Uh, Dash Render, I agree. HR Giger is disturbing. Uh, yeah, I, yeah I, it is definitely disturbing, but I, I do, I do love his, I do like his art. It is, it is definitely interesting for sure. Ooh, ethereal. Good word. Primer. 007 Cloud Against says, uh, the one on the left looks like a, looks wolfish. It kind of does. It reminds me of a uh, Twilight Princess Zelda armor like you could fight this character as link in that video game that'd been pretty cool i like that so let's see is dion awake that kind of comedic timing <laughs> he just it's the second second show in a row that he's done that <laughs> uh, 007 cloud says guts the protagonist looks like a villain while the villain looks like the good guy Oh, it's fun. I guess it's a fun flip. Uh, this dude with the crossbow arm looks pretty baller, too. Here he is right here. Guts. That's him. I'm always fascinated by how well the animation houses capture the manga artist's style. I know we don't have... I don't know how many Dragon Ball fans we have, but one of the things I appreciate is when I do pick up one of those manga that it looks... The cartoon tried oh, cool. to copy it one-to-one. -one. So they always 
I don't know what it is too. If like, do manga artists in Japan? I mean, I know everyone studies and practices art, but is there a specific place? Because a lot of manga has that crossover look. So I wonder if it's just kind of like how does an America when they just try to copy one trend? Like in the '90s, everyone wanted to be like Todd McFarlane because he made all the money. Uh, I'd be interesting to know. See, it's hard because I guess it's not even just the cultural differences, but. I guess to some to ask the cultural differences would be offensive or weird or just too much, but I'm more fascinated to see what Japanese comic book culture is like compared to American comic book culture because the books are so different. The products are so, you know, they're better, they're worse, they're different, all kinds of stuff. It's across the board, but they're, it's much more interesting. I mean, God damn it. I've read books about a cook making the epic meal for some food critic, but it was done so well. <laughs> Here, I can read a story about time travel and intergalactic demons and shit, and it'll suck because it's not well-written. It looks nice, but it isn't great. So I respect this art form from all over the world, and Japan is one of the coolest places to read it from right now. So uh, so TLJ Screwjob, let's see. Let's Dion. <laughs> so let's talk about the... Uh, Star Wars race issue before we close out tonight's show. Okay. So, John Boyega is back in the news uh, talking about some Star Wars stuff. So, let's give a little context to the audience. John Boyega first made waves last fall when he complained about the treatment of actors, characters, and color of color in the latest Star Wars movies. The British GQ interview predictably circulated around the globe, especially considering the trilogy that made Boyega a star. 2015's The Rise of Skywalker, blah, 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 had generally been viewed as making progressive leaps in the Star Wars universe by casting a woman, Latino man, and a black man as its three leads. Hmm. That's what's the important thing. Boyega, <laughs> though, made it well known that he felt marginalized in the role of Finn, the stormtrooper turned rebel alliance fighter who never quite, who never was quite front and center or nuanced a character like R Daisy Ridley's Rey. What I would say to Disney is to not bring out a black character, market them to be much more important to the franchise, and then they have them pushed to the side. It's not good. I'll say it straight up, he told the magazine, also bemoaning the treatment of Rose Tico. That was the past. Now, in a new interview with NPR's Fresh Air, guest interview Sam Sanders, Boyega reflects on the... Let me just mute Dion. He's throwing me off. There we go. Ba-boom. Okay. Back to the article. Now in an interview with NPR's Fresh Air guest interviewer Sam Sanders, Boyega reflects on the the comments he made and the attention they received. I wanted to, I think I wanted to discuss the elephant in the room that is easily dismissed sometimes, easily seen as a selfish act, a way to put attention on you, says Boyega, who mostly recently started 1980 Brit blah 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 blah. Anyway, I don't care about his new show. He says. Uh, the characters are only as good as the moments that you give them. When we talk about, you know, Captain America and him kind of facing off with Thanos and his army, when you talk about these moments that are given to characters only because these moments are written by somebody. These moments are put there on purpose to elevate characters. Boyega pointed to another Marvel property, uh, Captain America and the Falcon, and he says Anthony Mackie's Captain America was respectfully elevated a black superhero. How do you guys take Boyega's comments. I don't think he comes off as bitter because they fucked up all the characters. But they did, but I mean, like, but, but yeah, I mean, like, in, in, in the first movie, they, they did, even though Ray was like, you know, I'm a, I'm strong female, don't, don't touch me. Finn was still trying to get with her and try to be part of that, trying to be that whole thing. And that was, that was her whole dynamic throughout that whole movie is like, they're, they're together for a reason. Um, And 
then in the second one, they totally blow off his character, even though like he knows the secrets of the base and like they were, you know, he was, you know, in that little chamber to get to get back to normal if he got his back cut up from the lightsaber. Um, they just totally disregard him and it's like, oh, we're gonna give the black guy and the and the Asian girl, you know, they're gonna get them together and uh, they're gonna be a thing off planet for a little bit. And it's like, this is weird. Why why are they writing this all of a sudden now? And there's no history between them. The history is between Finn and Ray, not not Finn and not Finn and uh, Rose Tico. And then all the other things that Disney did were like, you know, they would put him on the poster, make him smaller, change him, edit him out, or whatever they did. Like, it was all very disingenuous, and it was all really, you know, really in poor taste. And and everybody found out about it, and it was just really shitty. Yeah, it was shitty. And it, I was more interested in his story arc. Yeah. Like, than Ray's. I didn't need a female lesser than Luke Skywalker. Who am I? Who am I? Nobody gives a shit. It doesn't matter what your name is. Yeah. He was the only dude that had something unique and original. He doesn't suck as an actor, but the character was just treated like shit. And in the grand scheme of things, Finn, it doesn't have a last name, but Finn is just a shit character that will be forgotten. And Boyega, I think you should feel the way you do about this shit. It wasn't it wasn't a well-written character. It wasn't a well-performed character. The ideas and, and intentions behind it were also very hollow. It's embarrassing yeah. to have to read an article that says the movie was progressive because it had a black female and a Latino. It's like, really? Yeah, but that, like, it, well, well, it. well, I mean, yeah, and, and like that—that's dumb because I mean, we we got that in um in 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 the in, in the Phantom Menace. Like you had Sam Jackson in there. You had you you, you had um fucking what's her name? You had the the the, the princess in there. The queen, whatever the fucking name was, Amadal. Oh, you had no. that. You, you had that in there. It's like they have all these things in there ready. And I think I'm pretty sure one of the one of the guys, one of the other guys there was 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 Latino as well. It's like I don't know. I don't know what more you. I don't know what more you want, man. Like it's the, these check boxes already checked in the prequels. Like do it saying saying that it's progressive now is is being disingenuous. You know, because we've we've named we've named movies on, the, on this channel that were made in like the '90s or the or the late '80s that were progressive as well. They had all these elements as well, and they checked all the boxes. So this idea of being progressive doesn't mean anything. It's just them virtue signaling is all it is. It is. I think the first movie that promotes itself free of this shit will be the movie that I go see five times in theaters on principle. Not really. It'll just be so refreshing, though, to get something that goes, this is our story. Buy it on that. I don't care about the creator stories. Your your story, the creator story is supposed to be in the work. It was nice when you would read a piece of work and that's reflective of the writer or the artist or this or that. I don't need to have somebody go, and now my personal journey and this and that. It's like, look, sell me your product and shut the fuck up. And I really <laughs> wish we got that on screen. The meta narrative and all the bullshit online isn't interesting. I don't care about it. What I want is to, to plop down 20 bucks for a ticket and my popcorn and my drink, and I want to go watch an awesome movie. It can be as basic as a McDonald's meal, or it can be something as high class as uh, whatever in LA. Uh, Fogo so, de Chow. <laughs> well, okay, Fogo de Chow's delicious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's on par with like a good meal, you know? Like <laughs> We should go soon. Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, we're we're gonna be we're gonna be in uh, Cincinnati for Horror Hound, so it's gonna happen. Uh, let me see if Fogo. To, wait, it wasn't Fogo to Chow. It was it, 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 it was it was something different there, but it was it was the same kind of like feel, the same. The yeah, same we're thing. gonna go. Um, <clears throat> but no, man, I'm with you as well. Like like the, like you know, we talked about John Wick earlier. Like the movie, nobody. 
is by the same people who made John Wick. It's kind of the same story, but you know, done with a little, you know, a little, little bit different flair. It's still a fun movie. It's fun as shit. It's it's great. Um, you know, it's 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 guys getting shot shot to shit. This guy, this guy kind of knows martial arts and can set up bombs, things like that, and fucks with this whole Russian mob thing. Like, it's a great movie. It was so much fun, and I've um, I'm glad I went to go see it in theaters and, and give my money because it deserved it. So it looks like that place, by the way, is open, Nick. Sweet. Yeah. They survived. Awesome. Uh, yeah, we're going to go. That'll be our WCBS uh, dinner. Awesome. Folks, if you'd like us to live stream that dinner, well, we'll stream afterwards. How's that? <laughs> I don't think you want to watch us eat two pounds of ribeye, 10 pounds of uh, chicken, and then enough linguisa to choke a horse. Yeah, and then probably, and probably a shit ton of alcohol as well. And then sleep it off for a week. <laughs> uh, I believe we read 007 Clouds. Let me make sure. He says, Guts, the protagonist, looks like a villain, while the villain looks like a guy. Uh, thank you very much, 007 Cloud. And then our friend Adam Wofford says, Guts is usually referred to as the black dog, and Guts, Beast of Darkness, is shown as a demon dog. Hmm. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to sell me. I really want to watch it. I just want to commit um, soon. Real life stuff. The comic closed. Everything was a huge success there, and now I'm just trying to get caught up. But uh, yeah, we're we're back on the right path. So, uh, Nick, is there anything you would like to talk about before we get going? Uh, yeah, um, me and my friends made a movie. Uh, Jeff's in it. I'm in it. I'm also. I also worked on it called uh, Mother News Presents Once Upon a Nightmare. Uh, the trailer is pinned to our top tweet on our Twitter uh, account. Go check it out. Go give it a like. Go give it a comment so we can, you know, raise through the ranks of YouTube. Um, and also, you know, go hit up Richard at a Buckshore Productions at a Buckshore Productions dot, dot com and buy you a copy. Support independent film because um, Hollywood does not deserve your money anymore. Uh, folks, you can pick up a copy of the comic. It's still in demand. Uh, it still is moving. So thank you to uh, the backers this week and uh, be on the lookout. No, I don't want to say that. Be on the lookout for more from World Class Bullshitters. I'm going to be putting out more content uh, as soon as I get to move, which is Saturday. So be on the lookout for that. A whole new setup. We got the equipment. We got the stuff. So we're doing it exactly as we promised. This is the last episode from the family apartment. And then it'll be live from a quiet location. So uh, thank you to everyone who joined us. It's been an awesome night. A lot of fun. And uh, let's see. Is Dion awake? <laughs> All right, so folks, be smart, be safe, be cool, but always be excellent to each other. Dot com.